pencil. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Also no paragraph 2, no use of the so-called seven dirty words. These are sucker motherfuckers. Until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad, baby, before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Cool, say. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers to the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Me hit day. Let's do this damn thing. <laughs> Look at that. I can't even talk. Welcome into a very uh, maybe, maybe it's because of how you belt out Vigente. <laughs> welcome into an infested. Oh wow, that's going to be annoying. Uh, welcome into a quarantine uh, hideout. It is Saturday night. Your Saturday night brothers are with you. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Of course, we want to chat with you through every mean possible. That includes our content partner AOL for broadband. JFK El Jefe. JFK El Jefe. E L J E F E. 800-636-1072-02-432-1067. And uh, here we are. El Jefe, J-Dubs, Tommy Bateman will be taking your phone calls with the aforementioned phone numbers. So much to get to. So much to talk to. Also want to welcome back into the hideout. And um, actually very excited about this. Our buddy Sideshow is back. The last time Sideshow was here was December 20th. Of the year 2003, and we called and we begged Cameron Gray on the air. You wrote out a little letter, everything possible. You told Cameron he was cute, all that kind of stuff, so that we could get you hired here at WJFK. And I am proud to say that he is an official employee of Infinity Broadcasting. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Some of you may know him as New Rory. We like to refer to him as Sideshow in the hideout. Now, on December 20th, was that the same day we made him go through the gauntlet with Pizza Roll Roulette? No, that was before. Oh. He had earned his hideout pass with Pizza Roll Roulette. In fact, remind people what Pizza Roll Roulette is, Dubs. What we did, we set out five pizza rolls, all numbered, one through five. Three of the five pizza rolls had been uh, stuffed in an air in my area. Okay. And uh, two of them, there's one, there's one freebie, and there was one that was worth a, a case of beer. A case of beer. Mm-hmm. And he picked the first one, which was worth the case of beer. And we we freaked out. We're like, oh, there's no payoff here. He this bit isn't funny. He 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 already won the case of beer. What are we gonna do? So I'm like, you know what? We didn't tell him he won yet. So we're like, all right, this is what you can do. You can either take your chances of all right, I got the winning one, or you can keep on going and, you know, up your chances of having uh, another sack, uh, <laughs> sack roll, or you can, uh, you know, you can just stop. Mm-hmm. He decided to keep on going, even though he already won. How much does a case of beer mean to you that you were, you were willing to take on, because the first go-round, the first pizza roll you put in, you thought you would actually... Quite possibly, already had one of the ones that was uh, that was sacked, right. if you will. But we were like, well, hey, you know, are you willing to go one more time? We're not going to tell you. And you were like, 
God damn okay. All right, one more. And this one is more. all for a case of beer. What? You drink natural light ice? What is that, like 17 bucks? Yeah. It's not that big a deal. And so he basically teabagged <laughs> for a case of beer. <laughs> I knew the second one was the bad one. What gave it away? Uh, the taste, the smell, it just felt weird on my tongue. I heard the laughter, and that's when I said, that's it, I'm done. And the first one was not as bad. Now, how did it make you feel knowing that we had tricked you into taking another one after, after you had already, already won the case of beer? I was very upset about that. <laughs> very never, upset. You never verbalized. Now, I know you were also very homophobic, Sideshow. Mm -hmm. Do you realize that this was indeed a homoerotic type activity yes it turned into that is that the closest you've ever been to a set <laughs> i would have to say yes that that would have to be the closest and the closest i'll ever get to it uh, ever again if you hang out on this show i wouldn't uh don't count on it <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't say so um so anyway that sideshow i would just I'm proud because whenever you bring somebody in because this is actually something on me when i was uh the transitional producer for Ron and Fez. You know, we needed an intern. A sideshow shows up. I interview him. I get him hired uh, as an intern. And just to know that you were good enough to become part of the team, that does me good. That that, that makes me proud. He's now, a good man. You do a lot of, like, every intern that I've ever witnessed you having, except for, I'd say, a couple F-ups, have always gone on to uh, do, actually, some decent work at the station we've we've been at. Um, yeah, yeah, actually, I've, I've, I've been real big. I, I love teaching, because my parents teach, my, my mom teaches, uh, my dad's a superintendent of schools down in the Houston area. I teach at the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting, so I like passing on the knowledge. I have so much in this brain of mine, so much knowledge to give. It would be a shame, almost a crime, for me to keep it all bottled up and all right, not share up. it with the youth of America. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it, because I cannot stand teaching people. Like, people will ask me a question, and I'm just like, shut the F up. Are you a retard? Can you not understand? You turn the fader up, you press the goddamn red button. What's so hard to understand? So you don't want that gig I was going to maybe offer you over at CSB? You're not no. interested? No. <laughs> you, you've offered me to go, hey, you can make uh, some extra money, man. It'd be great. And I'm just thinking, all right, I'm just going to have all these a-holes looking at me. Most of them probably older than me. Mm -hmm. Usually at the, Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Usually at the broadcasting schools, the people are like, all right. Because you went to I a broadcasting hate, school. Yeah. I hate my job now. I need to do something different. So they decided to go to one of these broadcasting schools. And there's usually about three people that just got high school. The rest of them are 30 and up. And it, it's, it's one of those where they're working security right now yeah. or they're, going, they're working at a bar. Yeah, security is actually the big one. Where I, where the, I went to Specs Howard in Detroit, mm. and there were five different people in a class of 30 that were just, you know, the low-rent Walmart security guards. What's wrong with that? Walmart needs security? What? You're... I did Walmart security one night. Did you really? Yeah, and uh, I went there. I was like, it, I had to do overnight security. I was actually working for another uh, business, but they uh, did the uh, Walmart security for the place. So I went over there, and I had to do uh, a shift midnight to 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. So I was walking around Walmart the whole time, just bored off my ass. You know, I, I'm wearing one of those. Are you walking around in Walmart? Now, yeah. what is that? What is that uh, movie? Mannequin? 
Is it mannequin yeah. where he's walking around? The hands on making love to the mannequin or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that might be mannequin. He's walking around. He's in the department store, yeah. though. So you're doing this in Walmart. Now, is this the Walmart in Fowlerville? In the, the Walmart in Howell, right okay. next to Fowlerville. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm working that job, just looking at everybody. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Steal whatever you want. I snapped and I actually stole a few things. I'm like, who's going to bust me? I'm the... Damn security guard around here. No one's going to bust me for jacking a few DVDs. <laughs> they can, they can, wait a second, though. They got cameras. They no, got cameras I, to watch the security guards. They don't keep it unless you, you know, unless they, you give them a reason. Mm -hmm. And they don't know who steals the stuff. Why? And you had no conscience? You, you have no conscience about stealing stuff. I used to not. I wouldn't steal anything like now, you know. But I used to be quite the little klepto. Have you ever stolen anything from me? No, never stolen. I've never. I don't steal my, my bowling for Columbine DVD. I hadn't seen you that in about two months. You let me borrow. I haven't watched it yet. I don't have every minute of the day to put to the things you tell me to watch. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, it's really, really good. I'm sure it is. Now, I, uh, I actually, as far as the security goes, um, I when I worked my only other non-radio job, I worked at a place, and I don't want to mention it now because of what I'm about to say. But you're right. I'm always surprised because they have those security tapes. But if you have access to the tapes and you really think about it, all right, I can go and I can grab some stuff here and grab some stuff there and then just happen to push rewind on the security uh, camera and then, you know, record right over it. Well, here's the thing. They don't ever, they aren't able to keep that many videos, you know? Mm -hmm. So usually each day they'll switch tapes to a different camera mm -hmm. so they'll be taping electronics one day and then they'll tape like you know uh uh little miss uh petite underwear the next day you know they, they don't always tape the whole store and you just gotta know what they're taping and what they aren't have you and usually you can know by where the uh security guard is uh patrolling because that's usually the place that they aren't taping wow listen to dubs man dubs giving all this advice and and uh, info out to the thieves listening to the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. So, all right, so there it is. I didn't know you were uh, you were actually the man there for a little while. You were for, the first for seven hours. And did you not stick with the job? Because no, I hated it. It was terrible. You quit that job right then. I actually, I uh, I was supposed to do uh, another security job over overnight at some uh, convention center. I couldn't find. I found the place, but I couldn't find where to park for free, so I didn't show up <laughs> i'm like hey, you know what i'm not gonna pay 15 bucks to work you know yeah i never understand that that's one of those where i have to go there and you're telling me it's coming out of my salary that all right i'll say this and at the, the very same job there was no parking for employees it's in silver spring and so we had to pay out of our pocket like in the meters and so you're running out every three hours and and, um, you know, putting your money into the meter, and then you're getting $35 tickets when they won't let you go on break-in time so you can go and put the money in. And I never understood that. When I got a ticket, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You didn't let me go on break. I couldn't refill the meter, and now i got a $35 ticket, and you're not going to pay for it? I never understood that. No, it's it, the, the bosses usually at these jobs have no respect for it because the bosses usually have the one or two open spots at the place. Mm -hmm. That's the way it always tends to be. So I want to I want to think if I've ever stolen anything from a from work or anything like that. Work I don't think is as much like when I worked at a pizza place, I used to take free pizzas home all the time, but I didn't really consider that stealing. 
No, you're be... making them. You're putting it into it. I don't consider that stealing either. Man, I used to take toilet paper all the time at the old radio station. Yeah. You can't really get it out of this one. No. Well, and plus, I'm making, is... an, I'm making enough money now where I don't think I'd have to steal any toilet paper. The thing is, the, Barely, the, the toilet paper here is rough. <laughs> Very rough. It, the, we had good toilet paper at our, at our last station. Mm. The last station was nice, thick, soft. It was like It was like... A nice cotton pillow that you're just wiping with. Sorry, let me hold on. Let me while we're talking about this. By the way, we have so much to get to, and this isn't part of it, but we're just kind of getting off on the tangent a little bit. Um, Dubs, when I went to your apartment, mm -hmm. and what was this? Was it two weekends ago? Yeah, maybe a couple of weekends ago when Lefty was here. Three weekends ago. I noticed you have the crappy toilet paper. We... I noticed you have the toilet paper that the station here has. And if I, <laughs> if you, if you. If you're going to do anything, you don't skimp on the toilet paper. See, we haven't found our toilet paper niche yet. We keep on going through it, and what, what's really crappy is, all right, we find a great toilet paper. And then we go to the store, we're like, what was it? What kind did we get last you time? You guys retard? I have no idea. <laughs> so we're like, you're a retard. You and your chick are like, retard. You can't remember toilet paper? We're like, oh, this looks very soft. There's a baby on it. She's loving it. I guess this is the kind. They either have a baby on it or a cloud on it. Or, or a teddy bear or something. You can't remember baby, teddy bear, or cloud? There's so many babies, so little time. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, I was just very surprised because I have to go through this, through this whole routine What I've talked about. I have to have baby wipes. I start with the baby wipes, do one, two, three of those, and then I get the regular toilet paper to dap up a little bit, and then I'm good to go. I go to your place before we're going out for a night on the town, and I'm like, Christ, he's got the crappy toilet paper. So what I have to do, I roll off, I don't know, a big handful, like I'm holding a boulder over my head, and I have the, the uh, sink running. And so I sit there, and I wet it down in the sink, and then I use it as if it were a baby wipe. But then you got dingleberries, and you got a whole situation going on. Hold on. And then you got to sit there, and you got to pick at it. And, you know, we're about to go out on the town. I don't know what your problem is, because if Tommy comes in here and confers us, you... We're in there for about 20 minutes. We yeah. were just sitting there, waiting, watching TV. Maybe if you had more of a uh, honorable stool. <laughs> Wait a second, you're the one that's got the uh, the issues. Well, I I have no problem wiping. Yo. Hey, what? Was I really in Dubs' bathroom when we went over to this place for 20 minutes? I think that's lowballing it. Yeah. Seriously? Seriously, you were in there forever. We're like, you know what? The the place is going to be probably closed when we go out. Because... I, I was like, I'm starving to death, and he's in there, you know, doing whatever. I'm going to fade away here waiting for him. And that's what's so odd is that I always have issues about going to the restroom when people are around. And then you try to throw his cat in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the cat to go in there. Because your cat goes in there and starts uh, licking on the toilet bowl. Well, my, my cat likes to be in there while you're uh, doing your business. It's part of her thing. Do you allow your cat to be in the restroom when you're doing... Mm -hmm. That's the most disgusting thing. Why? And I'll tell you this about Dubs, too. Hold on a second while I cough. In Dubs' place, the other thing that he does, in his bathroom, he has his fish. He's got his fish in an open, bold container in his restroom. Now, I don't know if you people or anybody ever knows this, but one of the big things that I've always heard is that you're supposed to keep your toothbrush locked up. 
like in something secure or inside the medicine king, uh, medicine cabinet, because whenever you use the restroom, particles go oh, flying, Jesus. and those same particles can land on your toothbrush. You are uh, this, such a hypochondriac. This guy, <laughs> this guy right here, I don't even know if he uses a toothbrush, but he doesn't even care if the particles get into his fish's bowl, which he leaves in the restroom. <laughs> well, I, the only thing I'd be worried about is right. you coming over. Because there are no particles except for when you're dumping for 30 minutes. So what, you and your chick don't poo? We do, but for a, for a fair amount of time, like three to four minutes, the normal amount of time where there aren't going to be particles flying up in the air into my, my uh, fishbowl. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter anyway. You flush the toilet, the particles go up. No, if they anybody don't. Out, they, they go down. That's why you're flushing it. If anybody out there can help me out with this, please do. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Am I crazy? Because yeah. I know I've heard this. I know I've heard about flying particles and keeping your toothbrush locked up in a medicine cabinet. In flying particles, what do you do? Pick it up? In fact, I'll tell you this. When I was on the Texas Tech Speech and Debate team, and when I was in Nationals, by the way, <laughs> one of the people who was in my Sorry. round at that time did a speech on this very thing. I don't know why you take stuff that's so dorky and make it try to sound cool. Like what? Speech and debate team. Come on, man. You're I'm a pussy. I'm a master orator. <laughs> Spanky, welcome into the hideout. What's up, buddy? What up, brother? I did hear that it, it could uh, go 20 feet the, whenever you flush. The particles. Fly up to 20 feet. Exactly. They're talking like a little water droplets at that point. Well, yeah, and, and think about it, too. When you fart, one of those situations where if you end up farting, those are particles. Those are particles that are released in the air. What do you think the smell is? It's a particle, Dubs. Are but you not my, doing that in the restroom? My fish is almost two years old. It's it's been fine all the way up to this. Why are you worried the poo particles are going all over the place? I don't know, man. Maybe because I like uh, I, I like living creatures. Spanky, is it is it out of the ordinary for some for a man to go to the restroom for twenty thirty minutes? Not at all. It's at least a half hour situation for me. Do you take in the paper? I, yeah. Do you, do you, do, do you go for twenty or thirty minutes while people are waiting to go to a restaurant at somebody else's house? No, that I just hold it and hope the stomach pains don't get that bad. Exactly. Thank you, Spanky. Dubs, why can't you respect my bowels? I do. Why can't you respect my bathroom? <laughs> I did. And that's the other thing, too. I'm trying to wad up toilet paper. I'm trying to wet it down. I'm trying to, you know, do what I can. i got to pick. And the whole time I'm thinking, all right, I need to go. But, goddamn, there's a, there's a fish in here. I don't want to kill the fish. You, are, you could kill the fish with that stench you left there. But me or my chick, we have no, uh, there's no way that it's going to hurt a fish. Mike, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how you doing, guys? What up, brother? Just so you know, that whole flushing the toilet thing, it creates what I like to call the ass aerosol. It's a fact that it sprays it everywhere in the room. And like the toothbrush thing is gross, dude. Think about that. You're brushing your, you might as well brush a toilet with your uh, toothbrush. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. you got to lock all that stuff away. Thank you so much, Mike. We appreciate I'm fine that. with it. I have no problem with it. It tastes fine to me. That's why you press bells. My toothbrush tastes fine to me, and that's all I care about. What toothbrush? I defy you to bring it in. We I've have, never seen you with We one. have four of them. Never. There's two of us in our house. We have four of them. What, two for your queer-ass cat? Actually, we do have a cat. Do you brush the cat's teeth? And when its breath smells really bad, yeah. <laughs> you were so... So... Uh, I don't even, I don't, I'm not going to say queer because I don't like that because, you know, that, that would be a put-down. You were stupid. 
You Why? Were, you were stupid. Sarah, welcome into the hideout. What you have to do to help prevent the spread of germs is close the lid before you flush. Why are we just surrounded with all these people so scared of all these germs flying all over the place? Now, wait a second. It's really, really gross. And Sarah, good puss. Could you imagine, Sarah, having a an animal locked in the bathroom? It's not locked in there. We leave the door open all the time. Just when you come over, you have to shut it when you poo. Would you do that with your baby? Yes. My dog follows me in the bathroom. Your dog does? Yeah. Do you kick I it out? I watch her poop. <laughs> That's not the same thing. You're an animal, Sarah. Come on. That doesn't make it right. Are you kidding me? Just because you watch an animal doesn't mean the animal should watch you. Why? What are you so afraid of? Do you allow the cat... Are you afraid the dog's going to be laughing at you with the other dogs later on? Do you allow the cat to watch you while you guys make love? No. Oh. Oh, so the cat can sit there and watch you uh, knock the bottom out. But it's going to watch, sit there, watch you while you do your the cat, action. The cat doesn't want to see me knock the bottom out. Does it get upset? I, I imagine it would. What are you doing to mommy? What are you doing to her? I don't want to, I don't want to answer those questions later on. Hey, I don't know where Tommy... Oh, okay, he's here. All right. <laughs> fair enough, then. No, not fair enough, now that I think about it. I'm sick and you're taking advantage of me and my debating skills aren't on top. I can't believe that... The oh, what's wrong, Mr. National Champion? I can't believe that the rest of America doesn't agree with me that this is some sort of an issue with you. That you would lock up a living being. I wouldn't... I don't lock it up. I leave the door open. I wouldn't do that to a plant. Do you leave a plant in there? No, we don't have any plants. I don't know, man. That just I means... would. I would have no problem leaving a plant in there. Maybe it's because I'm a fish lover. I have fish. I have three lovely fish. I have a beautiful young frog by the name of Gypsy. Gypsy and is you amazing. Call, you call me the queer. No, I'm just talking about it. I love my animals. I love them so much. I wouldn't make them sit inside a, a restroom watching me. I don't, while I don't make them. Chris enjoys it. <laughs> I can't enjoy it. And he's all the way up at the ceiling, too. You, look, you don't even pay attention to him. I bet you don't even feed it. Oh, you I, feed it? I can't even say what it three times a day. What, poo particles? Well, if that's part of his uh, daily diet, sure. Now it is. In the Dubs household, Karen, welcome into the hideout. Hi, guys. What's up, baby? Uh, I think that we need to remember that fish live in their own, you know. Yeah, they... they, they... You know, they'll dump and then they'll just swim around for days. Actually, sometimes I remember too when I had a betta fish, it would it would go and then you feed it and it gets confused as to what's what. <laughs> it ends up eating the wrong thing. But let me say this: just because the fish does that doesn't mean it makes it right for it to be human. I'm Excellent. not dropping logs. Right, and, and I have to say the other thing about the cat in the bathroom. Not in yes. the bowl. They have a captive audience. Which is just what they want, so they can get their squishels. Hmm. You know. I hate cats know. anyway. Cats are so stupid. Thank you, Karen. Okay. I don't Baby even, Lou rocks. I don't even understand. We got our new uh, our new issue of Catmapolitan today. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Are you gonna do another kitty corner? Yeah, I got a kitty corner coming up. Probably not next weekend because we have the big gig oh, over at Tequila Beach. That's right. Uh, in fact, thank you, Dubs. And I was getting ready to preview everything, and I never even got to this. Um. That's right. Next Saturday night, a week from tonight, Hideout, broadcasting live. It's a Mardi Gras party. So come hang out with the Hideout at Tequila Beach, downtown D.C., northwest, um, the corners of F and 12th Street. And it's perfect because it's right on the metro, at the Metro Center Metro stop. 
So you can maybe, um, you know, get a buddy or maybe you guys just decide you're all going to metro down. That way you can enjoy all the beverages, don't have to worry about drinking and driving. Of course, there's always ample parking down there at night, too. Also, we'll be giving away some free uh, hideout passes to our party later on in the show. That's right. We do have uh, free hideout passes from various games that we want to play. I got derailed a little bit because I'm worried about other living beings here. Bob, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how's it going, guys? The other night on uh, Mythbusters, they tackled this exact myth, whether it was true or false, and they uh, they had a little control set where they had some toothbrushes and a, tooth and a toothbrush holder in the bathroom. They actually used a couple of them for the guys. Everybody went in and did their business. They kept track of how many times people did their business. And in another room, they had toothbrushes laid out it was completely isolated from where people were doing their business. And they had a biologist come in and check for a thing called fecal coliform bacteria. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, all the toothbrushes in the bathroom definitely had it. But all the toothbrushes in the isolated control set also had it. It's just in the air. I mean, there's no extra hazard in a bathroom. You're going to find it. Ha-ha. Thank you. How thank you. Thank you for putting this to a rest so we can go to break and I can be happy, living in the glory that my fish is okay and my toothbrushes are just fine. All right, Bob, first of all, first of all, Bob, thank you for reminding me about Mythbusters. I completely forgot about that show. What is it on again? What station? Uh, it's on, uh, I believe it's Discovery. Yeah. Okay, Discovery. That was a great show. I watched the first couple episodes and I've completely forgotten they about it. They were doing like a similar thing on MTV for a while, too. Thank you for that, Bob. Secondly, Dubs, how stupid are you? You were clapping at the fact that there's fecal matter everywhere, and you're That's okay fine. with the fact that fecal matter is everywhere, and that your fish is okay. I, I am applauding that people go crazy over just the stupidest little things. They, they, they see uh, someone pooing. And then they think, uh-oh, everything around it's contaminated. You're in a bathroom. You're doing your business. It doesn't hurt anything else in the room. You, if you, if you believe that, you would think it was getting all over your shower head. And when you're taking a shower, you're just getting more dirty because you have fecal matter all over. I think that could be an issue too, and that's all no, we just, should look into. Bob just proved you wrong, so shut up. I can't argue with him. I'm sick. <laughs> I can't argue. Look at this. I'm on my deathbed here, dragging my ass into the hideout to do the show, quarantined in the corner, and Dubs is like, he's the one kicking me. He sees the sick guy at the hospital. He's the one that's running over and stealing the DVDs that his family brought in so that he could enjoy during the one night he's running security at the hospital. Hey. That's you. And if anybody sides with J-Dubs on this issue, shame on you. Listen to the retard that you're that you're backing up on this. Cancer patients are easier to beat up. All right. On that note, we'll take a break. <laughs> on that note, we'll take a break. In fact, hideout passes for uh, next weekend. Tequila Beach, um, uh, downtown D.C. for the big Mardi Gras party. We're going to give them away the next break. Hey. Oh, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. So if you want to go ahead and line up, we've got a, name, a game by the name of Celebrities. Celebrities. If you want to play this game and earn your hideout pass to get into our live broadcast Mardi Gras party next Saturday night, a week from the night, a hideout going live on location for the very first time. God, I hope I feel better by then. Go ahead and light up the phone lines now or as soon as we get back from a commercial break. Is the instant replay up? We're ready to go. All right, we'll be back right after this. It's WJFK. Hideout. LFA's Hideouts. So many perpetrators, man, the whole nine, man, they real fake. When you come to our town, when we west with grass. 
Coming up next Saturday night, the hideout will be live and on location for a Mardi Gras party. Uh, Mardi Gras is enough of, a, enough of a reason to go down to Tequila Beach, uh, but then on top of the fact that we're going to be there doing all kinds of stuff, Dubs, so excited about that. Tequila Beach, located at the corner of 12th and F Streets, Metro Center, Metro Stop. More info at WJFK.com or 202-393-LINE. You know, I went and checked out Tequila Beach because it's just it just opened up actually this last weekend, mm -hmm. and I was just amazed with how cool actually the place is. You know, I, I'm saying I'm not just saying this because I'm supposed to. I'm actually saying this because I grew up in a college town. Mm -hmm. I went. You know, there's all these bars that have a, a good theme to them, and Tequila Beach is one of these places where they just have sharks coming out of the wall, like uh, like huge, uh, huge just huge sculptures everywhere of just like different stuff you would you know you'd see at like some kind of uh panama city type uh bar and that kind of thing so you get a real almost spring break feel to it when you go there i'm excited about meeting the listeners too you know what i mean i love when people come in and hang out with us and you know stuff like that and so the people just to know that people can come hang out as we take the hideout live on location somewhere and you know we're just hanging out throwing back some brews uh, chatting it up, you know, we'll do a few things here and there, maybe do a stunt or two for you. We got all that kind of stuff to go on with you. The only thing that I know people are leery of is uh, shaking your hands, Dubs. After that last segment when we talked about you're not worried about the fecal matter. You know what? Mega Man here on the JFKLFA uh, AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. Wow. I've lost respect for J-Dubs. What a sick F. I shook his hand once. Yuck. I can't believe it. Well, who cares? You shook my hand, and I probably wiped forward earlier that And day. I'm sure you Deal did. with it. And I, I, you're one of those guys, too, that doesn't even uh, wash his hands whenever he's done. Not every time. No. So here's what we got going on as well. Um, these hideout passes. We have a little game that we want to play with you. So, uh, again, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Why does it sound so bad? It sounds bad. That like sucks. It, like it's going out of one one channel. Yeah, maybe mono it out on the board there. Hold Let's on. see if it sounds any better. How do I do that? This is... <laughs> How do I mono it out on the board? Are you kidding me? What do I do? You are so useless. You got... All right, up at the top, it gives you little options. You hit little buttons. You should have gone to the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting. You would have known this already. Oh, okay. There it is. All right. Let's try this then right here. All right. Celebrities! A little bit better. That's a little bit better. It can do. It's a game show. You can hang with it. It's going to be okay. Uh, Bateman put together this game show. What is this, buddy? Uh, celebrities. Basically, you have to tell me between two celebrities which one has the bigger rack. And this, is, this is, fits right in with Mardi Gras because the whole thing about Mardi Gras... And Dubs, it's show me your tees, basically. I'm so excited about this because there are going to be boobs, and there are going to be boobs everywhere. And I don't know if it's something that's particularly encouraged, but it's encouraged by me. 
we're going to have some beads, and we throw them up. And I've always wondered how that works. And maybe we could talk about it a little bit more. How for basically beads that cost maybe 10 cents at most to manufacture, why a chick would disrobe herself and show them. It's really just a tradition thing. It's a reason to do it. It's fun. You know, it's a time you can do it, and people aren't going to really look down at you, especially the people that are in the same atmosphere as you. Should, you know? we, should we take our uh, should we take our video camera or something, and this can be the first thing for the hideout home video, the live broadcast. Last week should have been the first time for the oh for the strippers. In fact, they're going to be there, aren't they? Yes. The strippers that we had in last week from Good Guys uh, are going to be down along with the boys from Rev Nine. They're going to go out and do the do the show with us at Tequila Beach. Yep, they're going to be there, so everyone can come out and meet them and uh, see what we got to see last week and what Matt Albert got to kind of grind against, I guess. In fact, Timmy, I don't know if Timmy wants me telling this story, Timmy, uh, Timmy, our uh, our assistant business manager, Timmy O'Bibbidane, he, um, he, he was like, I was upstairs and he was like, so you know Brooke, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I met her last, I don't even know what his accent is, I can't, I don't want to push it. It's kind of Jamaican-ish. Uh, a Jamaican uh, kind of thing, and he's like, I met her last night, she talked about how she'd come uh, you know, hung out in the hangout or the hideout or whatever, and so, yeah, she's spreading the word at good guys, Brooke is. Spreading anything else? I, I, Timmy, man. Timmy, Timmy's a pimp, man, he can, ain't no, if, if she does, she'll do it for him. That guy ain't no joke, man, he knows how to play it out, he's got better dreads than me, he's got a whole thing going on. Alright, so here's how we play the game. You just got to pick out which celebrity has the bigger rack. Has the bigger rack, and this gets you a hideout pass to get in for free at our live broadcast a week from tonight, Tequila Beach, downtown DC, Metro Stop Metro Center. Let's first play with Ryan. Celebrities. Ryan. What, hey, how's it going? What up, buddy? You 21? Yep, 24. Outstanding, man. Looking forward. Let's uh, let's play this if we will. Sounds oh. good. Okay, what's his name now? Ryan. Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Who has the bigger rack, Courtney Cox or Courtney Love? By the way, how about Courtney Love on Stern this week? That was amazing. It was good radio, though. It was very, very funny. All right, Courtney Love or Courtney Cox. Now, if we think about this, I actually want to talk this out with you, Ryan. All right. Courtney Cox, of course, of Friends, Courtney Cox, or our cat, she seems she's really, really skinny. Yeah, very thin. But she does seem to have a decent rack. And now she. Courtney Love had uh, breast implants as well. And I know they both. I think both of them have had have had breast implants. And I've That's seen it. Courtney Love's because there, I've seen this Manson on tour DVD or something where yeah. Hole was on tour with Manson and that was her thing, like taking off her top when she was uh when she was doing her shows. Yeah, and and did you know her daughter was with her the whole time of that uh, of that tour? And the reason she dropped out is because of what Manson was doing on the tour with, like, drugs uh, and big bright lights behind her. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you think, Ryan? I, uh, Dubs, hold on, what are you going to go with, Dubs? Who are you going with? I'm going with uh, Courtney Love having the bigger rack. I'm going with Cox. I'm going with Courtney Cox. All right, Ryan, who are you going? This is for the hideout pass for next weekend. All right, I'm going with Courtney Love. Sorry. Um, oh, I'm sorry, bro. Which, right. I'll give you one more shot. I want to give you one more shot because you called, and I, you know I'm interested. I want as many people down there. Let's give them one more chance. Okay, Jennifer Connelly or Jennifer Love Hewitt? Who has the bigger rack? Oh wow, that's tough. Um, I think that's an easy one. Again, we're playing. Yeah. Celebrities. 
I'd have to go Love Hewitt. Yeah, I'd have to go Love Hewitt, too. She's got a big forehead and a big rack. That's my yeah, thing. She sure does. So does Connolly, but I'm going to go with the Love Hewitt. I didn't have luck with Love last time, but I'll try it this time. You're still a loser. Sorry. No, man. All right, wait I'm a second. Let's go back. What was what was uh, Ar Arquette and uh, Courtney Love? Uh, Courtney Cox was 34C. Courtney Love, this may have been pre-breast implant. 34B. 34B, so uh, so Cox had the bigger one. Jennifer Connolly, 34D. Jennifer Love Hewitt, 34C. No way. There's no way. Where'd you get this from? There's no way that Connolly has Ds. I've seen her on What are you talking about? She has huge cans. I've seen her on MrSkin.com. There's no way there. Yeah, bring it up now. You'll see. Those things are Ds. Those things are huge. I'm sorry, Ryan. We got more to give away later on. All right, buddy. I'll be calling, man. I'll be calling. All right, buddy. Good luck. Hey, so this place is like pretty like happening now, right? The uh... This is the opening weekend. This Tequila Beach. This is the big thing. And it's Mardi Gras. I'm so excited. Remember the Mardi Gras parties that we used to have in Lansing? I know. Imagine I, the ones out here. I mean, the ones in Lansing got crazy. I can't even imagine what we're going to be doing in D.C. with an actual live broadcast. I'm, so, I'm giddy. The camera's not going to be there, is he? Probably. Wow. Leeching off of us. Taking all the beads. <laughs> Taking all the beads to give away. Come here, honey. <laughs> I'm operations manager. Come here, baby. I thought he usually just gives him candy, like in his office. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's his thing, too. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. All right, Mike, welcome into the hideout. Time for, to, uh, for you to play. Celebrities! All right, you got to pick which one has the bigger breasts. Uh, celebrities. Go ahead. Okay. All right, Kathy Lee Gifford or Kathy Ireland? Uh, Ooh. I'd go with the gif on this. I would go with Ireland. And, well, is this all pre-implant? Uh, what, what is this, Bateman? Who has implants? I, I didn't I, yeah, I, realize either one actually, had implants. I either of them do. I thought Gifford got implants. I thought she got some sort of work. Well, she's, go, she's real tiny, but I, I seem to imagine her having bigger ones. Well, then this would definitely be pre-implant then. Okay, uh, we'll go with Ireland then. Sorry. Oh, oh come on! Another one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell are you doing to us, man? I, I'm... <laughs> All right, I'll make this one easy. Princess Diana or Queen Elizabeth? Wait, Princess I Diana now or or when she's alive? There's no when way she, she even alive. has them, though. Those are like the first things to get you know. I, think, I think they're negative now. I think they were flattened out on the roadway. Yeah, there's nothing there. How could you say that? Princess Diana or Queen Elizabeth? Which one has the bigger rack? Princess Di. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. He was giving you the hint. He was yelling. This happened last game we played, too. He was yelling Queen Elizabeth. you got to be kidding me. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Call back. Jeez. Try again. Right. You know, I mean, that's the thing. How many more of these questions do we have? And I was going to make them do two out of three. Do you realize it's a 50-50 shot and everybody's gotten it wrong? We have ten more. Wow. We're trying to give them out, man. So the, the hideout pass is for next Saturday night to Kilo Beach. Let's go with uh, Fairfax Mike. Fairfax Mike. You've already got tickets, don't you? Yeah, you already got tickets. I didn't actually call it, you know, the, the school with the contest, man. That's why I was calling to see if you guys actually needed somebody to work a little, uh, little handy cam down there next Saturday night. Because I'm ready to rock and roll, brother. I'm down. Now, we got to check with legal. Allow us, allow us to check with legal, because you know how WJFK legal is. No doubt. I mean, I'm an old dude. I'm one of those old guys that's in uh, broadcasting school that dubs ragging on me. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I'm not ragging on you, man. Yeah, but you good, baby. You know, we all got to get that paper somehow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
Which uh, which school are you going to, brother? I go to CSC, bro. What where what's uh you you in school now? Yeah, I'm at the Arlington campus, man. Night class? I yeah. guess I, that's where I teach. I guess you're in the night. I teach the daytime classes. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those night grinders. You know, I got to work like three jobs to pay the tuition. How dare you, Dubs? Fairfax Mike here. Good, good. hideout pass holding member. Hey, do what I do. Just don't pay the tuition. <laughs> I, I have I've been out of that thing for about three years. I paid three months worth. In fact, weren't you talking about not doing something so they couldn't track you down? Oh yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Not yet. <laughs> hey, Dubs is looking. <laughs> Dubs is looking at some illegal ways. Yes, Fairfax Mike, definitely, man. I definitely want to. Uh, we will get a hold of you this week, either Bateman or myself. Um, I would like some sort of a video camera, but we, we got to check with everybody and see if that's kosher, okay? Excellent, man. Excellent. Look, who, who are you going to take next weekend to the big gig? I don't know. I was thinking about taking one of my boys, but, they, you know, my boys are kind of clowns. You know, I don't want them to embarrass me. You know, I don't want them to do that to you guys when you're first big live broadcast. So I might bring a lady, man. I'm trying to talk a couple of... Ladies. Either way, I'll be smacking them around. Hey, <laughs> hey that's all good with me, man. This is my lady, so do what you got to do. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, boys. See you. Uh, there he is. Fairfax, my good boy. Finally, some cool callers. Celebrities. Here we go. Let's play one more go around here. Let's play with uh, Craig. Craig, welcome into the hideout. You ready to play? Celebrities. Which one's bigger? Let's go ahead with this. All right. Yasmin Gurari, who is a supermodel, who's actually quite beautiful, if you know who she is. Never heard of her. Or Yasmin Belief. Huh? Yasmin Belief from Baywatch. All right, here's yeah. my thing. I gotta go with Yasmin. Supermodels rarely have large boobs. It's one of their things where they don't like them having voluptuous bodies, so the so the outfits can hang on them. But as opposed to, but a Baywatch person usually has. Yeah, I guess I have some big. I'm cameras. going with Bleeth, but Bateman obviously is trying to trick everybody. Yeah. I'm not trying to trick anyone. I said Yasmin Belief or Yasmin Guari. Craig, what's your guess? Yeah, mean Thank God. Congratulations, man. We'll see you next Saturday night. Downtown yeah. D.C. Tequila Beat. You over 21? Oh, yeah. Hold on, brother. We're going to get all your info. Looking forward to seeing you down there. Amazing none of the ladies want to be a part of this game. Uh, everybody hold on. Everybody's going to get a chance to play. we got a couple of lines open. Make sure you hit it up. Steve, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, outstanding. Other than a, a little sickness here or there, playing celebrities, Talking boobs. Talking boobs on Valentine's Day. Does it get better than that? Let's do it. How about looking at them or touching them? That could, that could be a little Let's bit. Let's go better. back to last week's show. Oh, Valentine's, I know. Or twisting them. <laughs> Smacking them. like that? No. I don't know anyone who does. You see that in porn all the time. She's like, twisted. It's like, no way a chick like I do it to the bleed. bite, you know? No one likes them bit either. Do, do you even like having yours touched? No. I hate it. You I really, really hate it. You know what? God, I, I can't believe I let all these queer-ass cat uh, moments out on the air. But oh. I woke up the other day, and uh, oh, no. she was trying to feed off me. Oh. <laughs> that is the... Wow! Did I'm you, like, get uh, out of here. Get out of here. I didn't feel with that cat tongue that feels like a... A sandpaper. Oh, I can't even imagine it. So it hurt. It really did hurt because she's kind of biting too. I would have thrown it across the room. I'm just like, get out of here. There's nothing for you there. <laughs> I flushed it down the toilet. There's... All right, Steve. Here we go. Let's play. All right. All right. The most famous boob around right now, Janet Jackson, or her sister. Latoya Jackson, who has the bigger rack? I've seen Janet's thanks to DrudgeReport.com, and uh, Latoya was in Playboy. I'm saying Latoya. Oh, by the way, speaking of Playboy, we hung out with a Playboy chick last night. 
Oh, God. We got a couple stories for you. Singles in the city. We'll recap that here in about the next hour or so. Oh, that's bad. Um, but who you got, Janet or LaToya? Uh, let's see. LaToya's been doing plastic surgery longer. I'm going to say LaToya. Very good. Congratulations. Steve, we'll see you next Saturday night, Tequila Whoa, Beach, for the first I live broadcast. I didn't even have any help on that one. That's <laughs> outstanding, man. Hold on, we'll get all your see info. You next week. All right, brother. Excited. In fact, I know Steve calls the show. I recognize his voice, so I'm excited about meeting that guy. It's going to be a good time. And it's again, all the listeners coming out. Mardi Gras party. 800 636 1067 202 432 1067 if you want to play celebrities. Celebrities! Matt, welcome to the hideout. Let's play the game, brother. What's going on, guys? Not too much, man. Chilling, trying to hang in there. Same, man. Same. Okay. Which Charlie's Angel has the bigger rack? Cameron Diaz. Or that fat pig, Drew Barrymore? Uh, yes. I consider myself a boob expert. I want to say Drew. Yes. Sir. You are a winner. Drew P. Yeah. Yes. We'll see you next Saturday night at Tequila Thanks, Beach. Congratulations, Matt. Hold on the line. And Sideshow's going to get all your info. Um, I was walking around. I saw the movie poster for that movie, Fifty First Dates. Yeah. Yeah. The, the amount of work that they do on those on those movie posters just has to be insane. Because Drew Barrymore looked doable. I mean, she actually looked like she was worth banging. She you know had, what? I think she is. I wouldn't touch her. I would not touch her, man. There's no way but, that I would it, touch do, her. Do you see her as more of a Josie Grossy now? Or do you... <laughs> uh, I, I see her as pretty sexy still. I see her as a, I see her as a fat chick that, whole, that like stinks. <laughs> You know what I mean? I could just... I, I'm, I'm sure it's not... Because she, she does seem kind of dirty. I'm sure it isn't that pleasant. I wouldn't say I would... Uh, how would I wouldn't go to a certain place. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sniff. Take a deep breath. But you imagine her. You imagine her like she just got done just walking around the mall. I definitely... And what's coming at and what's with the I, smell. I, I'm sure she wouldn't be that fresh after a full day at King's Dominion. <laughs> But I'm sure she's a pretty good lay. Uh, who's fresher walking around Kings Dominion all day, Drew Barrymore or Rosie O'Donnell? Oh, definitely Drew has to be fresher. Know what? I say no. I say Rosie. Oh, oh you know she doesn't upkeep with the trimming. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, it, it's like a beaver pelt. I am willing. I am willing to say, because you think about it, that's Rosie's thing. She knows that whenever she's performing that, she wants her... Oh, you know what? Maybe... I wonder if lesbians are into the, I, the smell. I would probably say... That reminds me they're with women. I, I would probably say there's ticks there, and I'd be afraid Shut of... Up. I'd be afraid of Lyme disease. I Alleged... Alleged... No, I, 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 not, I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. All right, thank you, because the last thing I want to do is get sued for slander. I'm you know not, she lost the big suit. You know she needs some money. She's going to come after the hideout. She wears the okay, she can have the 40 bucks from tonight. We won't fight her on that. Oh, we got something, too. We're getting ripped on next weekend show. Now, we're doing a live broadcast to Kilo Beach, and we're happy about it. Don't think the company isn't making a ton of money off of this thing, and we're going to be making $40. So what we've decided to do is get a man doll, this big, like, blow-up man doll. We've named it Cameron Linewand. And if you... anybody wants to come out and uh, manipulate it or... Abuse it. Abuse it. Abuse, the... abuse it like we're getting abused on this, uh, on this uh, remote financially. Mm-hmm. You can come out there and do that. Abuse Cameron Lion one next Saturday night, Tequila Beach, when your hideout passes now. And actually, I, I require anybody that wants to come on the air with us that night 
to come up there and do something to abuse the man doll. Really? Yeah, I think we should require that. They should have to at least, you know, punch it in the face, kick it in the groin, something like that. How about using a sex toy on it? That's fine, too. I'm into that. Hey, D Steve, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys, just a quick question. Uh-huh. Drew, Drew Barrymore, I just, she, she skeeves me out. I, she just, she's dirty, she's foul. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever been, you know, watching TV, watching a movie, whatever, and, and been looking at a, a person, a, a, a woman, and, and just for whatever reason had a smell, you know, see, and her, yeah. your buddy bust his ass, excuse me, next to you and, and you get that odor and you just associate that stench with the chick you're looking at. <laughs> yes. I will answer that with a simple yes. Dubs and I have covered this. We did a whole, a whole segment on the smell of menstruation. And we're just going to leave it at oh, that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll who, put... All right, just name one girl that that smell like just kind of kicks you in the ass and you get right away like some Barrymore Barrymore is one, one of the ones that I imagine the smell of the pad the pad mixed with the other I, I say Barbara Walters <laughs> what yeah what? I just get some or uh, or there's uh, no way she even you know had goes to the site or Angel, Angela Lansbury she's dead isn't she no <laughs> she should be but she's not let's, let's play celebrities you're getting us all off you're getting us off track Tony, welcome to the hideout. I want you to win. I want you to join us next Saturday night live broadcast to Kilo Beach. Let's go, Tommy. Okay. Battle of the horrible. Si well, one's a good singer and one's just a total bitch. Well, whatever. Whitney Houston or Yoko Ono. Who asked for the editorial line? <laughs> Sorry. This wasn't part of the game. We're not. We don't want to hear Tommy's personal views on Yoko. Hey, why aren't I in the commercials? We'll get to that later. Yeah. Tony, Yoko or Whitney Houston? Ooh, that's a tough one, guys. I would have to think that Yoko. I, I, I would say I'd say Whitney has to have the bigger rack because they look fake. She's small, and then Yoko too. The other thing about Yoko, she's old, droopy, and let's be honest. Uh, let's be honest. That culture from which she comes from doesn't usually tend to be voluptuous. That's yeah, just well, me. Well, neither do black chicks. They usually tend to have a little bit more in the rear. So. Uh, no, they got. Big, beautiful, luscious uh, front uh, sides. Uh, anyway, enough of the, uh, you know. Stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Whitney. As being bigger or smaller. Bigger. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, 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 one more. Do one more. To, one more for you, Tony. Okay. Kim Basinger or Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. Kim Basinger or Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. Yes, I would have to go with Kim. Congratulations, you're going to the show next week. Hold right. on. Thank you, man. Okay, there's only so much of this I can take. All right, man. Well, there it is. There's our game. Celebrity! Again, join us week from the night. I know a lot of you guys right now, you're forcing your woman to listen to the hideout on Valentine's Day. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Thank you so much for listening. But you put in this weekend with her. Doesn't mean you got to put in next weekend with her. So you and your buddies... Maybe listen to the hideout a little bit later on. We'll have more hideout passes to give away to the event. Ditch her next weekend. Say, hey, why don't you go out with the girls? You guys go watch 50 First Dates. Imagine what Barrymore smells like. Me and my boys, we're going to go down to Tequila Peach and hang out with the hideout. Or if you just aren't an overly, uh, I don't know, uh, protective guy, bring your chick out. Let her, you know, flash the puppies around. Swing them. That would be nice. Hey, any of the listeners that you know of, I don't know if we know them well enough to see their chicks or their boobs, but is there anyone in particular that you'd really want to see? 
I don't know if I we know any really couple type uh, mm-hmm. listeners yet. You know who I want to see? I want to see Wonder Boy's chicks boobs. Yeah, I think so. I'm sure you can. Hey, you can probably find those on the internet, man. <laughs> I'm swearing to you. <laughs> what would you say that for? Because she already has half naked pictures on the internet. I'm sure somewhere along the line she's decided to take it all off. Would it, you ever? Would you ever? Maybe do that? she didn't think it was on the internet now, but I'm sure there's out there somewhere. Would you ever get a uh, nude for anything? If the price is Other right, than of course. Your cat? Seriously? Yeah, I don't care. Will you take it off next week at Tequila Beach? What's the price? I don't know. How about not, this? not for a round of Heinekens? No. What if we throw what if we throw beads at you? Will you show us the uh, the boobs that your cat loves so much? I I'll show the boobs. I have no problem showing the boobs. I'm just not gonna show the the rest of the package. I don't want you to get naked, but you'll go shirtless? I'll go shirtless for a little bit. Will you do a whole segment shirtless? I won't do a whole I get very, very cold. <laughs> what? It's tequila beach. It's I the get, beach. No, I you gotta get, act like you're out there. Come I, on. Get, I get chilly on the sandy beaches of Florida. I, I swear, I have to wear a shirt when I'm on, like, you know, just sunbathing on the beach. I get very, very chilly. You're kidding me. I swear. Jesus Christ. Again, join us, Tequila Beach. We got more info coming up on it. What I'd like to do, though, we need to take a little break. We still got to recap singles in the city. We got some WWE prize packs to give away. Got a new game by the name of 80s Hummers that we want to play. And also a name that tune bit that I've got. I'd like to talk about Valentine's Day for a second, though. When we get back, um, my birthday was this last weekend. I'll go through the whole thing, but I'll tell you this, Dubs. Biggest heartbreak. I was heartbroken twice this past week. Like legitimately, one of the one of, one of maybe the most devastating things that could ever happen to a guy that's into a chick has happened. Especially as you get a little bit older and you're 25 years old. So for those of you that don't have anybody, you find out she's a dude. <laughs> Find out next what I found out uh, in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Will Hefe's hideout. Wow, the Bible is written by people even dumber than all these mothers. Will Hefe's hideout. Tonight, we're going to launch a new revolution. 106.7. One that will rock and roll your You're gonna kiss the sun and taste the motherfucking rainbow. Welcome back yeah. in the... Stop! Yeah. Turn his mic off. Why? Welcome back into the hideout. Saturday night, your Saturday night brothers are with you. El Jefe and J-Dubs, obviously Dubs feeling more than fine. I don't know if you can tell, uh, I have just a little bit of a cold. In fact, I have bronchitis. And I'm still a trooper in here. I, I hate to miss the show, and I'm sorry if it sounds a little flimmy, but I just love hanging out with you guys so much. Um, AOL for broadband instant messenger. Make sure you hook that up. Always taking your uh, your IMs at JFK Hefe. JFK E L J E F E. Want to chat with you too, of course. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. 
And this is actually a very good question for our buddy Goth DJ. Uh, for those of us that have the hideout pass, is there an actual pass, a physical pass? You're just on the list. You're on the list. Um, just, ma- just call up and make sure we have all your info. Yeah, make sure we got all your info. The people that are going to be joining us next Saturday night, Tequila Beach, downtown. 21 and up. Too. 21 and up for the Mardi Gras party. Uh, doors actually opening early for the start of the show. Yep. Opening at 7 o'clock. So come out and hang out with the hideout as uh, we are more than excited to be hanging out with our brothers. More passes to, to give away a little bit later on as well. In the meantime, though, it is Valentine's Day, j It is, and we are here. <laughs> and how was that working out with you and your... Because you, I'm in the separation right now. That's that's where I am in my life. In fact, and now that I think about it, maybe the first the first separation... It is the, it's the first Valentine's Day since the separation. All right, so good times. Yeah. Dubs, where are you at in your love? Well, uh, today we decided to go out and have a good lunch. Valentine's Day, so we uh, we headed over to Old Town uh, Alexandria to uh, go to a, a restaurant. We didn't know where exactly we were going to go. We kind of felt in a Mexican mood. You know, we looked for a nice Mexican joint. Because your chick wants me. Yeah. She wants a little Mexican in her. Right. And uh, we... the first time. So we, we drove down to Old Town. Mm-hmm. Impossible to find a parking spot. I pull into this, uh, this uh, hotel, which... They said uh, the parking was closed on Saturday and Sunday, but there was a guy standing outside there, and he's like, yeah, go ahead, park down there. I, I don't care. So I went and parked down there, and it was really weird because it was one of those ones that have the garage that comes down after you go in. Mm-hmm. And they have to open it. So I'm thinking, all right, if this guy's not here anymore, how the hell am I going to get my car out of here? So we go, we find a place to eat, we eat, we come back. Where'd you go? We ended up we ended up not finding a really good place to go, so we ended up going uh, instead of a romantic dinner, we went to uh, Austin's. <laughs> you, uh, no, no offense, I don't know if they're a, a sponsor. But I, you went to Austin's it, for it, Valentine's Day. We're actually going to go out for our uh, romantic because we really couldn't find a good, authentic place down there, and we were really hungry. So. Why would you just go to Old Town? There's so many places. Washington D.C. They got great food. Well, we didn't want. I didn't want to go too far away. Because I had to come back and be back up here for the show, and we didn't head out till about two. Austin's? We we didn't plan on going there the whole time. Did you get our natural light ice to commemorate the mood? Since you're already in that kind of a uh, atmosphere. But it wasn't that bad of food. I actually enjoyed the food. Just wasn't a Valentine's Day-ish type dinner. Now, what is that? What is a Valentine's Day-ish dinner? I mean, you have to be by candlelight. Not candlelight, but you should be served by. You shouldn't be sitting in a bench dressed, seat. Did you you get, shouldn't be sitting, sitting in a bench. Did you get dressed up? Did you wear your rock-on sweatshirt you're wearing now with your no, long hat? No, I actually hat? dressed up. I, uh, I had a button-up shirt on. I, put on. I put on the Charles Rogers jersey. Yes, I did get dressed up. But, you know, I think the the uh, parameters you have to meet for it to be a decent uh, meal for uh, Valentine's Day, they can't ask you if you want to sit in the alcove, you know? <laughs> Okay, Do you fair want me enough. To see I know, I know, I'm in a bad place then. <laughs> but she was okay with that. Well, she wasn't really okay with it. You know, it was, she's like, "Oh, this is the worst Valentine's Day ever." Because we go back to get my car out, we go down to the parking garage, and I start driving out to see if I can get out of this place. A guy stops me. He's like, "Are, are you a? Uh, are you staying in this hotel or anything?" I'm like, "No." A guy told me I could park down here. He's like, well, you aren't supposed to be parked down here. Ten bucks, I'll let you out. 
Wow. I'm like, all right, you need, you know, I like I haven't run a couple scams in my life. Mm-hmm. I can I can give back to the scammer. All right, ten bucks, get me the hell out. Now, was there a bar or something in front of you so you couldn't get out? No, there's a whole. Oh, the garage. The whole okay. garage door. It wasn't from me, and you have to slide a card through the side to get the door to open. And he was a worker there. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, ten bucks. Like, I'll let you out. All right, so you paid ten. But that's probably what you would have ended up paying anyway. Not in old town. Somewhere. Not in old town. Usually, it would have only been like three or four bucks. But you know, I, I've been scammed before. I've scammed people before. It's a wash. What are you? Uh, what are you gonna do when you get home tonight? Are you gonna bang her? We'll, we'll probably get, knock the bottom out. Yeah, I'm thinking so. You think she's gonna still be in the mood after the worst Valentine's Day ever? And how does that make you feel, knowing that she probably had boyfriends before you? I don't know how many, but if she had a boyfriend before you, more than likely she's a cute girl, and that guy put together a better Valentine's than you did. Well, with the good come the bad, the bad come the good. I I've, I've given her great ones before. You know, I've, I've cooked her dinner. I've done all the other things. You know, I've given her great presents. Now, when you talk about dinner, are we talking about pizza rolls? No. <laughs> Don't get excited, Sideshow. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've cooked, like, I, uh, that's like actually the first time I actually cooked a full-scale four-course meal for. Macaroni and cheese. If macaroni and oh. cheese was included, then it's not a real meal. There was no macaroni and cheese included. It was a, it was a beautiful handmade salad going to veggie burritos. and then, Oh, she's uh, a vegetarian. Yeah. I forgot about that. Actually, I have to put a lot of thought when cooking for it's not worth it. I mean, not not specifically for her, but I'm saying for anybody, for any vegetarian. In fact, you're a vegetarian, aren't you, Sideshow? Yes, I am. Yes, it's I am. not worth it. I'm not I'm not willing to be with a chick who's a vegetarian. How do you live like that? Uh, she has no problem cooking meat for me or anything like that. She'll cook me a steak every night. Dubs and his perfect little life. That's where Dubs is at. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm living it up. How's it feel? How's it feel when the retard's living higher than you are? I don't know. I'll ask Wonder Boy that too. <laughs> I guess I'm in that same situation as him. So you'd be going home to some with somebody tonight. That's yeah. cool. Well, I gotta tell you, the majority of us who are hanging out in the hideout, you know, we don't have anybody that we're going home to. And I tell you this, it feels good. It feels good knowing that I don't have to take somebody out. I don't have to spend three hundred dollars just to make a chick happy, taking her to Austin. Who has to spend three hundred dollars? I spent forty bucks today. I'll tell you this. Oh, again, trash. That's because you're trash. Most people. This is the biggest holiday of the year. This is the one for anybody that's got a chick. You got to go bigger than Halloween. Yes, <laughs> bigger than Halloween. Now let me ask you this: You guys are always decorating. You guys put up little hearts all over no. the place for Valentine. No, we will do Easter probably though. What? Hmm. You don't even go to church. Why would you celebrate Easter? Because we like eggs. Eggs are good. So stupid. So, I mean, a lot of times, though, man, you look at these people. I know Bateman probably is going to end up throwing $300 down for Valentine's Day. Maybe it's for hand release, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you got the chick. She, she doesn't want to just go out to Austin's Grill. You know, she and I'm sure your chick was disappointed with that. Yeah, we're actually going to go downtown tomorrow. Did you set aside a specific amount of money? No. We whatever we spend, we're down with it. Okay. So, but most guys, I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, when I was married, and even with girls before that, where all right, well, we need to get reservations. <laughs> we need to go down somewhere where by candlelight. I need you to dress up. Please wear more than your rock-on sweatshirt. 
is it too much for you to put on a polo shirt or make God forbid even wear a tie? So this is like one of the few times out of the year where you got to put a tie on. You're driving downtown. You got reservations at something right. like the MS Grill, which I don't even know if that's all that high class. Multiple sclerosis? That's the place where you should be going. MS Grill. It's a great place downtown. Oh, Very okay. good. Think about it sometime. Taking your play, taking your lady somewhere where they don't have well, chicken what? fingers on the freaking appetizers. Taking her to a place where there's a bunch of sick people? No. So you're spending all this money. You got to buy the flowers. You got to buy the candy. You got to get the, you know, there's nothing wrong with the Vermont teddy bears and stuff, but you got to go out of your way to get all of this stuff. Well, what if I just buy a bunch of Domino's dots? Those look great. They're great. I order them all, every time they come back up on the menu. By the way, this isn't a paid plug, but those look awesome. Well, how does that work? Is, that, is there something it's in the middle? Dough, no, it's just a dough ball, and they cover it with cheese and garlic and more cheese. See, and that's how Beautiful. I want to And butter. That's how I want to spend my Valentine's Day, with, with Domino's dough dots. That's I, so good. I want them with cinnamon, though. Do they have the cinnamon and sugar I ones? I don't know if they still have cinnamon ones or not, but I've had both. I, they they When they first came out with the cinnamon ones, then they came out the cheese ones. Mm -hmm. And... I love the cheese way more than the cinnamon ones. Now, what about this? Valentine's Day, too, especially if you've been married for a long time, it's one of those where it's an absolute must that you have to have sex. And if you've been married for a long time, there's this pressure there of, okay, probably we haven't had sex since New Year's. New Year's Eve, both of us were drunk enough to, uh, well, you know, we may have even done a little oral, but it's like, wow, all right. Unless it's Easter and J-Dubs and we're celebrating Easter, this is the time between between New Year's and Easter that we have to have sex on Valentine's Day. And there's something about the expected sex. And I was never really good at this, Dubs, and I don't know if you are. Because doesn't your chick schedule times for you guys to have sex? I broke her out of that. I told her if it's on the schedule, and I, I make sure whenever she initiates to say, hold on, grab her daily planner. If it's on her daily, daily planner, I'm rolling over and I'm going to bed. So you're not doing it if it's expected. Not doing it if it's planned. See, and there was always one of those things, because there's almost this pressure. You spend $300 on a great night out. You get the flowers, the candy, the everything. It's just, you got to have sex. You paid for it. The money's for, yeah. Exactly. So then I've always had this issue, Dubs, and I don't know. Maybe you dealt with it better. Maybe other people have some ways of, you know, helping me out with this. But when sex is expected, I always had trouble performing. Really? I always had trouble getting to the full state of being able to have sex, if you know what I mean. Well, being, And it wasn't that I wasn't excited, but there's this overlying pressure of, wow, I really need to perform. I really need to hold out. But before you can even get to the part of holding out, I really need to get up for having sex. If you know, I need to get excited about it, right. you know? And I always had trouble with that. Well, Have you ever had trouble? I, if I ever do, I, you know, throw in a porn. On uh, Valentine's Day, you can't do that on Valentine's sure Day. You, can. you can't say, "Hey, I'm tossing in Tasty Teens number seven. You know, make sure you look at the screen because I will be too. Imagine, no, you, imagine no. you're Peter North. I'm no. Peter North. Yeah, send her to cook you another thing for the rest of you know. You know, you send her to get, grab some uh, strawberries and whipped cream. You know, to get her excited. And that's another thing. And, I and can't then, do. then you. I can't put food into this whole equation. That blows my mind when people do that. And then you throw the porn on just for a few seconds to get you rocking. And then right before she comes back in, you turn it off. You're sitting there fully ready. All right, wait Make a second. It and ready. Let me hear from a woman. I got to hear from a woman on this if you're listening. Wouldn't you be offended 
or at least have a mag underneath your pillow. Mags do nothing for me. I gotta have some sort of movement and audio. I said that for a just long time. To, just to get, you know, to the point where you can. You can't do that with a mag. No, I have to have some sort of movement, some sort of moaning, some sort of something. Right. But I need to hear Carry from the a, show for a second. I need to hear from a woman on this, where you know, if if I knew that my dude, or even let's say my chick, let's say my chick, it's like the Sahara, Sahara. you know, it's like the desert. She doesn't get excited unless she's popping in the porn. Right. And then she's looking at, you know, Herschel Savage or Peter North or something like that. I can't, you know, and then that's what it takes. And then so she's like, all right, all right, now I'm ready. You know, she feels, and she's like, I'm ready to go. Come on. I'm like, well, wait a second. You're looking at them, and you can't even get, you know. Can you stand up for a second? Excited for me? What do you want me to stand up for? I want to be able to see if, you, if this does nothing for you. All right, I got a... Uh, I'm sick, man. I don't even know. I'm on antibiotics. I hear that affects your sex drive. This is the original quadruple X Jack Mag. Can I say that? I don't know. Sure, you just did. <laughs> Fox. Oh, I got a great story about Fox. All right, all right. Let me Fox look. the magazine, the porno mag. All right, let me look at this real quick. Let's see what we got going on here. All right, on the cover, you got Jessica Drake and her... Uh, Three-digit action. All right, as I look here, yeah, I mean this chick's hot, Monica Sweetheart. This is a hot girl. She's got, you know, she looks a little Asian. She's shaved. All right, let me let me find one that would do it for me, and see. You can actually look at this and get yourself going. Oh yeah, I could go the whole way. I could go distance on this. Eight hundred six three six. This is our Valentine's Day, by the way. <laughs> this is Valentine's Day in the hideout. You shouldn't feel sad about yourselves. Take a look at us. Look. She's doing stuff with a foam finger from a uh, from a from a pool. You oh don't yeah, like that? One of those foam battle things? Yeah. No. That doesn't do anything. She's sloppy. Now if she were moving, maybe you know rubbing it like how you got the towel and you're rubbing the towel between your legs. You're doing something like that, like I, where I can actually see it. All right, look at this chick. She's totally your your thing. Pale skin, short hair. All right, look at her. Oh, man, she is cute. But here's the thing. She's not moving. What if you read the words, though? Yeah, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me think here. Let me let me see. And by the way, you want to touch? Nothing's happening. I got nothing going on. I'll touch in a few minutes after I get you all ready and raring. Like a turtle it is. It's golden here. These are just some of the things I'm trying to get in touch with. And as I look, I'm telling you, it's not going to work. You're going to have to shake it. All right. Read this as cleanly as you can. You read it. I don't know if I You know how to clean stuff up. I don't. It's retard reading time with the hideout. J-Dubs <laughs> is going to give us a little reading lesson. My boyfriend was a jobless drunk. One day while he was at work, he tried to J-O and ended up. Essing himself. Wait a second. Hold on a second, man. That is not sexy. He ruined my sofa. <laughs> what are you doing? That is not sexy. Where would you even begin to imagine? What are you reading? I can't believe this. When I came home, I found S all over my sofa. <laughs> is that really? Let me. And I noticed that I was trying to J.O., but I S all over your sofa. All right, stop. Stop already. Jesus. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting some kind of some kind of good scenario. This isn't sexy, dude. She's talking about Essen. <laughs> Has that ever happened? 
I don't think so. Like, how how out of it do you have to be to be just you know working yourself and Hon ruining something? Honestly, I'm so sick right now. I may just go here. Let me just go right here in the in the seat, the same seat Mr. Romero sits in. I just can't move. I can barely even talk. We're only an hour and a half in. I don't know how I'm going two and a half more hours with this with this sickness that I have. And Dub's talking about punching the clown and pooping. It's not working for me. <laughs> Barbara, welcome into the hideout. How you doing? What's up, baby? Hey. <laughs> no, us do not care about you putting on the porn. At least me and my friends, I'll say that. R really? Yeah. Um, porn does not offend when you're with like someone that you're going to be oh, getting on. But, but, don't, but don't you realize that it doesn't offend you at all in knowing that your dude, that the guy that's going to be with you, right. he can't... You know, get excited completely with you? That doesn't that doesn't bother you at all? all right. that's, but that's not every time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if every time you you know you're getting it together, you gotta put in the porn. Well, then that's an issue. But, but know, every once in a while, it, yeah, throw it in. And I'll tell Come you, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, how many times if I had had a chick tell that to me? Throw it in, throw it in. My wife had said that we'd still be together today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about that? Does that picture get you going? What is, oh, oh, come on, that's a guy. I guess, yeah. Taking it with a strap on. Dubs is so disgusting. Barbara, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's to you. What are you doing tonight? I'm going to go hang out with my friends because I don't have, you know, a Valentine. So he's like my brother, and we're going to go be each other's Valentine. Are you guys, are you guys F buddies? No, uh, absolutely not. You should make that move. Make that move. Come on. He's not the one. He's like my brother. Come on, that's not sexy to you? How about, how about this? Hey, I'm all about the buddies, okay? I'm all about it, but not just... I got you. All right, baby. Thank you. How about a little jungle fever? Does that get you going? Of course it does. You know I love black women. No, it's a white woman and a black guy. I love that, too. <laughs> Look at that. Now, she's stacked. There's some... I don't know. You ever wish you were a black guy? Sometimes. I do. I really... Because I grew up around a lot of black... You know, around a lot of black people, a lot of brothers, and I I do. If I could be anything, if I, if I could be anything, I'd want to be a black man. I do, so, like, you know, old people won't give me, you know, uh, S for driving on the road, you know? Like, they, for some what? reason, for some reason, if you're a white young guy, they think they can F with you while you're driving on the road. I just think if I'm black driving on the road, <laughs> you mean no nobody's going to honk? Yeah, no one's going to honk at me if I cut him off. <laughs> All right, let's pick this up in a second. That's actually pretty funny. Cat, uh, welcome into the hideout. You there? One moment. Are you putting us on hold? All right. There we go. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing about porn in the bedroom would be distracting to me. What if, what if he just does it just to uh, get to the point where he can perform for you, and then he clicks it off? All right. All right. Go ahead. It's me, and I, I, I actually end up laughing. Oh, but, so. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Throw the, the guy throws the porn in. You go do something in the bathroom for a couple minutes, he just gets ready for you. It, it, it would not be a bad thing. The girls no, that wouldn't be a bad thing because that's his own fantasy life. That's a whole other issue. I mean, but if you I'm not saying porn... I'm not saying play the porn the whole way through the consummation. Have you ever acted out the porn as you went, as the porn went? From all, I've tried to, but what's difficult is if you get into those artsy porns where they, they just... Flip views so many times where you don't know where you where you're going next. Yeah, well that's why you pre-plan it. I've been one of those where you go around the world, you go around the world with the porn. But what if what if 
All right. No, uh, you just rent one. You rent one. And you said, "All right, I'm going to do whatever is in this porn." And you get some freaky stuff going on. Did you Which say you... only animated cat? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, only anime. It's, it's been acted out. I've never done the other type of porn. What do you mean, anime? You're talking like animated, like Bugs Bunny, right? No, no Japanese these characters. Like, you, you, so you're you're anime. getting banged watching Pokemon. Is that what this is, cat? Oh yes, Pokemon. That's it. No, not Pokemon. Dragon Balls. No. Dragon Ball Z, huh? Actually, more of um, Demon Hunter Yoko. No, I don't know. You what? Yoko Oko? That's interesting. I don't know anything about this. Good for you, Cat. I mean, I, you know, now that I think about it, I guess I have and seen she, anime in the porn And stuff. she thinks we're a freak for watching yeah, porn the actually, whole way through. Actually, if you look up Demon Hunter Yoko on, on the website, no, I'll pass uh, that, they thanks. have a website. <laughs> what, do you run the site? No, I don't run it. I don't run any sites. Alright, what do you do I for know, a there's, there's a whole thing, there's the whole hentai thing. Wow, you with somebody? What are you doing tonight for Valentine's? Me? Yes, I am with someone. What, you, what, you level, go, what level are you on your magic cards? <laughs> oh, I don't do magic, no. Right. That would be actually the boyfriend that does the whole magic card thing. Yep. All right. He's a keeper. <laughs> Alright, cat. <laughs> Thank you, cat. <laughs> oh, man, that's a real winning thing in life. I got, I got so much I want to get to, but this is so funny. All right, Rob, be very, have your button, have the be finger on the button over there, New Roy. Oh, hey, what's up, man? What up, brother? Right, be, be very um, third grade as you tell us what you're about to tell uh, us. Absolutely, I can handle that. Mm -hmm. the, the herb Yohimbi, see, you know, I work in a health food store. This this herb increases the blood flow to to it, man. You 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 gotta try it, bro. It, it it'll keep you up for hours. Now. As long as you're going, you'll be up. Now, Rob, have you ever heard of, like, a, a soda they used to have out? They had it very, out very shortly that it acted uh -huh. like Viagra. You know, like it was in an actual bottle like a Pepsi, but it was called, I, right. for, I forget what it was called, but it, it kept you going. People actually said it worked. Chances are it had this herb, yo, Hindi in it. I mean, a lot of these formulas have this stuff, man. You got to try it, bro. Take about an hour before you go, and you'll be you'll be up, and she'll it, be thanking. It's like that horny goat weed. Hmm. All right, thanks, Rob. Thank you, brother. All right, bro. Later, man. Matt, welcome into the hideout. What's up, Pepe? What up, brother? I used to be with this girl about two years back who would not have sex with me unless we could bang to porn, and I had absolutely no problem with it at all. Um, Did not offend me in the. That means you're straight. <laughs> well, no, but I would. Uh, here's my thing. Maybe I'm a little neurotic. Maybe I got some self-esteem issues, but I'm thinking if the only way my girl wants to have sex with me is while she's watching other people, I'm thinking maybe I'm doing something. Maybe I'm doing something where I can't help this girl out. You just can't have fun with it? No, I can have fun, but if it was every time, I mean, I don't know. Next thing was porn where she loved to watch it. And I, no, I, don't I, get me wrong. I'm watching it with her. Don't get me wrong. It's sexy. Don't make don't make me to be out some make me out to You're be some mo. sort of mo. No, it's not happening here. I'm saying I'm telling you. It is sexy. However, when she needs it, there's every, no however. When she needs it every single time, it's the same thing if she needed like a sex toy to get going. That's fine. No. Why? Why, why you, can't I why, do that? Why do you care? As long as you, you know what the difference is, I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. I care about women. I, mean, I want to make sure that I can do whatever I can to help them. You don't care about women. You would have them pop in a porn, 
pop in a sex toy, whatever you got. And then I pop them in the face. Is that what you're saying? And then you'll do whatever as long as I can go ahead and get mine. That's the that's, only thing that's better than that. As right? long as they're having a good time, too. Hey, that's fine. Is Matt trying to talk to us? Yes. Matt. How many times do you cut me off, Pepe? Say I broke up with that girl last year, and right now my fiance and I were sitting in the parking lot in the uh, MVC parking lot in Manassas, and she's gonna go buy me some porn for Valentine's Day. That is so cool. That's a keeper. Hey, what are you doing next Saturday night? Nothing. Just listen to you guys. I'm off Friday and Saturdays. Matt, you are coming out to the live broadcast, Tequila Thanks. Beach. Congratulations, Thanks. you picked up a hideout pass. I want to meet you and this cool ass chick. Make sure you come up and say hi to us. Thanks, brother. Hold on, man. We'll talk to you. <sighs> Why do you mess with the listeners? I don't mess with the listeners. I mess with you. And if the listeners get in the way, hey, it's collateral damage. I agree with that. Look at this guy. I'd want to be a black dude. Because I look at this, I want to be a brother. And that's the other thing, too, man. Like, you know, I mean, there are drawbacks to being a black guy. There's no doubt about it. There's racism out there. You know, you you got all kinds of situations going on. But could you imagine... And it seems like white chicks are really into being with black guys now, too, which is cool. I dig that. I love interracial dating. They're still, they're, for some reason, I'm not saying this to be racist, there's kind of a taboo about it. No, that's there is. What, that's what turns the girls on. And see, as a Mexican, as a Latino, I don't have that taboo. No, they just think you're dirty. What? I, I think that's just how you hold yourself, though. What? I don't think it's because of your uh, ethnicity. You have dreads, man. You look like a dirty guy. You may be very clean. But you don't look. You said that cause you said I look dirty because I'm Mexican, though. Uh, that might be part of it. I'm not sure, but I know. What? I know for sure that it's because your dreads is part of it. <laughs> I hate you. All right. How you try to spin this onto me, huh? <laughs> Why? I don't even understand what's going on here. Uh, somebody on the uh, on the feedback here brings up a good point. Would you be offended if your chick went to a strip club? And then wanted to bang you when she got home. No. No. But if every single time before we were going to have to have sex, she would have to go to good guys or somewhere, then I would have issues. But if she is... And if she's going to a strip club to get excited, she's probably into chicks. You understand what I'm God saying? God bless her. Maybe yeah, she can... a bad thing. No, I mean, I'd do that, too. But we talked about it last week. You even saw it come to fruition last week. By the way, I'm going to... I'm sick, so I gotta eat during the show. I apologize. I'm what are you eating? Hungry. What are you eating to keep your energy up while you're sick? Cracker Jacks. Yeah, that's that's full of vitamins and minerals for you, there, buddy. I got carbs in here. I need some of those carbs. Um, you know, but I mean, like I had, we had three chicks in here doing the stripper thing for us. Blew my mind. I could not even concentrate. I got. To, can you imagine the pressure we were talking about? Pressure. Could you imagine the pressure of performing when you got more than one girl on the bed with you? Sideshow, you're a stud. You had more than one chick before? Uh, not in bed at the same time, though. No. Loser. Yeah. What about you, Dobbs? Never had more than one chick. Yeah, me either, but I'm thinking I wouldn't be able to perform. It, well, it does seem like it would be kind of confusing at points, but I think I'd be able to perform. Now, you know what's kind of cool, though? You know what the great thing is about being a guy? Is that when you're done, it's all over. Whether you got one chick, whether you got three chicks... It's all over. I don't know if that's always necessarily true. Do you take care of yours if you've already finished? I have. What? How dare you? That's like the guy code. You're breaking the guy code. How am I breaking the guy code? You're going that extra step beyond. Now all of a sudden you're going to be classified as a good lover because maybe once you finish you're going to go ahead and take care of your chick. Exactly. You I, put... I, like to, I like to bring myself ahead of the pack. You can't put that kind of expectation on the rest of us men. What about whenever you break up with your chick and she goes on to be with the next guy and he doesn't do that? 
Well, I don't plan on that anytime soon. But I'm I, just saying, imagine the next guy and what he's going to have to live up to. F him. I hate you. Jessica, welcome into the hideout. You there? Yeah. What's up, baby? I just wanted to say that the whole thing with watching porn occasionally when you're having sex isn't a problem, but I prefer to see women and women. What is it that... that I'm a lesbian. It's not that you're a lesbian. No, I, I don't like the fact that people would think that, though. Who do you think would stink more, Rosie or Drew? After a day at King's Dominion. Rosie O'Donnell or Drew Barrymore? <sighs> Rosie O'Donnell. I can't believe this. I'm on the Drew Barrymore side. No, Rosie would definitely. Have you, ever, have you ever been on a male strip club? Like a Chippendales or something? Yeah. No, I've been to a female strip club before, though. Are you married or anything? No, I'm not married. You single? What are you looking for? What, uh, what are you doing tonight, baby? What am I doing tonight? I'm um, sitting home with my daughter. Oh, that's cool. You watching the uh, Are you lesbian, lesbian porn? porn with her? <laughs> you teach her the good things? By the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'll tell you this. It's better. It's better for you to sit down and watch porn with your kid. Maybe the first time you're not sitting there trying to get your action on. But you sit there and you explain. You don't want to shelter them from pornography. No, you, but you, I think you let them. I think you let them get it themselves. How old is your daughter, Jessica? She's only two. Uh, I think. I think actually, it's about time you uh, you filled her in on all that. Uh, I say you're six months too late. <laughs> you damn prude. All right, all right, Jessica. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. But I can't believe you'd say, put your kids, sit your kids down next to you and watch porn. I think that's something that a kid has to do on his own. I don't think you should scold the kid for watching porn, but I don't think you should sit there and uh, teach him what to do while he's watching porn. I think no, you don't teach them. You sit down and you explain sex with your kid. Uh, what? Are you, how are you gonna explain sex when they're doing a hot Carl? That's not normal sex. Porn is not normal sex. Okay, I don't have porn that has hot Carls. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what deviant I, world yes, you live in. Yes, you do. We both got porns from the same place. I don't have a hot Carl porn if a hot Carl is what I think it is. If Mix Loco gave you porn, you have hot Carl porn. I don't have that. I do not have that. And thank you, Mix Loco. <laughs> Let's move into the DVD world now. I don't have that. I hate you. But so how, just... Why would you ever sit your kid down and watch porn with them? There's no way to explain how actual sex works. That's where I learned. That's where I learned to be that's a good lover. That's why, that's why your wife's not with you anymore. Good lover, my ass. All right, that hurts. That hurts. Let's do the old school jam of the week. Wow. I can't believe you'd pull that card. I can't believe you'd pull I'm a good lover card. Don't pull it if you don't want to get thrown back in your face. I am a good lover. Everything I learned about oral, I learned from wild uh, wild nurses gone, gone crazy. Well, your, your ex-wife didn't speak too highly of your skills, so I'm just... I, I thought I'd let you know now. What is this? I've talked to her. Am I sick? Is it Valentine's Day? Is this another one of those situations where you're walking into the hospital room, beating the cancer patient in the back of the head, saying, come on, wake up, shake it off? Why don't you shake it off? All right. Here it is, old school jam of the week to get you in the mood. It's Jodeci, Forever My Lady. And I got a story to come back with. Jodeci, Forever My Lady, old school jam. It's a hideout on JFK. So very long, trying to get my nerve 
episodes and entertain me. It has to start somewhere. Reality radio. It has to start sometime. It's intelligent entertainment. What better place than here? What better time than now? All right, welcome back to the hideout. 800 1067 if you want to get into uh, any of what we comment on any of uh, the situations and topics that we've you know done so far. Again, reminding yeah. you, we still haven't gotten to our Sex in the City talk yet. Well, I think we're going to wait till 9 o'clock. Our Singles in the City. Singles in the City. Uh, we have something that we want to bring up at 9 o'clock. Um, week from the night. Broadcasting live, uh, Mardi Gras party at Tequila Beach, uh, 1115 F Street, Northwest in D.C., corner of 12th and F, Metro Center stop at Metro, uh, on the Metro, 202-393-LIME. This is more than just, you know, an appearance, come see J-Dubs in the high face. This is actually us doing our show live on location at Tequila Beach. During a Mardi Gras party, and we cannot stress enough, Mardi Gras, and the fun, the fun, the fun that we have. Um, that you would normally have on a Mardi Gras. Um, Bateman has something that he wants to bring up. But first, I, I want to talk just a little bit more on the Valentine's Day thing and the heartbreak. Dub's rubbing it in a little bit, and I hesitate to even bring this up, but it is something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, very bad week for me, J-Dubs. Yeah. I caught the bronchitis. Um, in fact, uh, I, we've gotten into this whole thing of going out after the show. And I really like it. Now, I know you don't go out because you like to go home and take care of your chick, but Bateman and I go out. We go hang out. Uh, last week, we went to Evening Star, I think, in Alexandria. Nice little neat place. It's kind of really upscale. or Not upscale, but kind of trendy, I yeah. suppose. A lot of people that you would imagine were like beatniks or something walking around. Those places can tend to annoy me mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah. I, I felt uncomfortable. You know, I'm walking in there. I got the dreads. I got khaki shorts on and a polo shirt, and everybody's wearing all black. You know, I completely don't fit in. And very few places do I fit in. Here at the radio station, this is about the only place that I would fit in. And the other place that we went to was uh, Whitlow's on Wilson. And I think you'd really like this place. It reminds me a little bit about of Rick's Cafe in East Lansing, just so you, know, you have something to uh, yeah. keep it up to. but. Fun crowd, maybe a college age crowd, twenty something crowd. They had a live band, um, hanging out with uh, Bateman and his boys from Rev Nine and some of the strippers from Good Guys that were on the show last week. Guess who I saw there? Who? The Phenoms. Oh, really? How are they doing? Remember the Phenoms? I do. Vaguely. Um, <laughs> the Phenoms. I love those boys. They did the uh, the show after us. They were on from eleven to one, and uh, they're all doing well. Brett, Brett Oliverio now, I guess, working with the Junkies. And I saw Hales and the Patrick Ramsey look-alike. So it was cool running in the phenoms. And I got into this whole thing where I like going out now after the show. However, I, I swear to you, just being there is what made me sick. I go there and I, I, get, I feel like I'm getting sick because the goddamn cigarette smoke. I honestly believe that cigarette smoke and being in a bar with all that cigarette smoke... Because I'm usually not in it because we're in Montgomery County now. We're, thank God, those lovely people have that smoking ban. Well, I think when after you have no more bars to hang out at, you'll think differently. No, I can hang out at anybody. I'm, I'm so happy about no, that. No, you, you won't be able to because they're all going to be shut down because no one goes to them anymore. Oh, you mean because people don't want to go there and get bronchitis? <laughs> you don't get bronchitis from smoke. Bull! 
In fact, Bateman told me he's gotten bronchitis before because it messes up your lungs and then maybe you're a little bit more susceptible to get catching a cold when you're walking around you in the cold. You are the biggest hypochondriac. I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm telling you, that's exactly what happened. You aren't a hypochondriac, but you think that there's fecal matter all over the place in your bathroom. Is there not? Did Mythbusters no. not prove that? It proved that there wasn't. There wasn't all over just because of the toilet. But they proved that fecal matter was everywhere. Yeah, it's all over your uh, your water you're drinking. Okay. Enjoy it. I'm, I'm telling you, you're secret. But it, it, it's the same thing that you grew you uh, you were born into. You were born into a world of fecal matter, and you have to deal with it. What? You were. If everything's covered with it, why are you bitching about it now? I'm talking about the cigarette smoke makes me more susceptible, I'm talking about susceptible to catching a cold. I'm talking about you being just thinking everything everything revolves around Hefe. Does it not in my world? In my world, everything revolves around me. That's maybe me. That, maybe that's why you aren't married anymore. Again with uh -oh. this. It's Valentine's Day, you son of a bitch. What is this? Because you have to bitch every day about something. So here's the Can't thing. Can't you be happy? I was sick. Oh, I'm sick right now. I'm hanging out with you. I'm having you rub stuff in. Here's the thing. So I'm sick all week for my birthday. Well, whatever it happens. You know, that kind of stuff happens. And um, on my birthday, I get a call. And I talked about the situation before. I've talked about the situation where I have this relationship with a chick that I've known since, like, the sixth grade, who we were best friends. And she was one of the very first chicks that ever said, I don't want to go out with you. I want to be, your, you know, we have a, such a great friendship that I don't want to ruin that by taking it to another level. And so, oh, you know how you are when you're a guy or whatever. The chick's very hot. She's very cool. You think she's the perfect one. So you always keep that relationship alive with the hopes. With the hopes that at some point she will come around and see the error of her ways so that you guys can finally hook up and it can be the magic that you always imagined it all right, all right, how long ago was this that you last saw her in person? I last saw her right about a year or two ago. A year or two ago, and uh, how? I, all right. She lives in Texas. Sorry. We we went to we went to hold on. We went to high school together. That's fine. We went to Texas Tech University together. All right. So the last time we saw her, and actually maybe a day to day type basis, was back when you were in college. Yes. And you still? I only saw her maybe like twice, three times a semester. Her too much. She didn't want to be with me. She was one of these two. Saved herself for marriage. So, you keep a relationship going with a girl that lives half the country away, and you haven't seen her, what she looks like, who she is anymore, and you still have these hopes, these dreams of rekindling some half-assed middle school relationship. I, it was more than that. We were very good friends in high school, and it kind of tapered off in college. But you got it. Here's the thing, man. It's like if you're a salesperson. And, you know, you go on the sale and they say, no, but you know this is going to be a great client for not only you, but the hideout or the station. You still do that occasional call every two to three months just to make sure everything is okay, make sure everybody's all right, just to remind them you're still out there. That's business. No, it's not business. It's not being able to close the deal and just give up when it's a lost cause. If, if, the, if the client does not want to spend money with you for so many so we years. So we not have a space program? No. What? Why should we have a space program? What, what's, the, what's the point of a space program so, right now? So all of the explorers that maybe died on their way, nobody else should have gone. We should have all given up. You're a quitter, J-Dub. I'm not a quitter. That I, says exactly what you're on, that you're a quitter. I, I'm not a quitter. I am a person who can rationalize when something's worth it. 
I think at the same time, too, you need to be the kind of person who stays on top of these things, who keeps options open, who keeps the, you know, the doors of communication open. So we have this thing now, since we're out of college, that we don't really call each other unless it's on our birthday. And we always call each other on our birthday. You're such a mo. What, <laughs> what, do you, what are you going to say to each other? Well, here's the voicemail. I got the voicemail. Next what? message from Amy. <laughs> Received February 10th at 455 no p.m. Hey, <laughs> this is Amy. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday and let you know that I'm thinking about the... I think you sent you an email, but it came back to me. I don't know if your email address has changed or what. So um, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Have a wonderful birthday. Talk to you later. Wait, wait, wait. wait. To send wait, wait, a reply wait. message, press 2. To erase, press Go ahead and seven. talk. You can turn that down. She sent you an email first because she didn't want to make a call. She's trying to taper this off very slowly, and your email, she didn't want to freak you out and have you go hang yourself because you're so caught up on this this high school romance. All right, well, we were, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a romance. We were friends. Right now, she's trying to taper this thing off by just sending you an email this year. That's what she's trying to do. But if you listen to her in her voice, <laughs> she's thinking about me. No, she, she says she's thinking about you because she knows you're going to shoot yourself in your stupid face if she doesn't say that. Well, here's the thing. She's married now. Then she, what are you doing? She's married. I'm divorced. She called me. Because, we, because you guys have some kind of tradition where you guys call each other and you guys don't even know each other anymore. You don't know who this girl is. She don't know who you are. You are probably a totally different person than you were in high school and she's probably a totally different person because she's married now so that proves that she's a totally different person. Somebody please back me up on this. And here's the other thing I'd like to say too. What back you up on what? On your on your sick psycho uh, just obsession? That the, the, the keeping the lines of communication open. Back those, on that. Those should be closed after she gets married. We're still friends. We were never romantic. We're friends. But you want romance out of it. But I'm not pushing it. I just give her a call on her birthday and she calls me back. Play it again. Listen to how bad she wants it. <laughs> Next message from Amy. Received February 10th at 4. 55 Hey, I miss you. Happy birthday. That There's no content there because she has nothing to talk to you about anymore because she's married and she is over whatever you think you guys might have had. You know, at the same time, she doesn't mention anything about calling me back, does she? No. You, you didn't ever, ever talk to her? No, I didn't call her. I, never, I didn't call her back, though. Because here's the thing. I want to get out of this. I, I, stop. But do I just not call her on her birthday? Exactly. But then, here's the thing. She's going to, why didn't you call me? And she eventually I'm going to talk to her again. Why did you stop calling me? Oh, because you got married? No. You don't want to be that, Dick. No, you just say, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. You play it cool. But then I always look like I was always trying to get something going on with her. No, you don't. You just say, I forgot about your birthday. It's been how many years since we've hung out? I forgot. But I Sue me. I've never forgotten, though. We were supposed to be that close. But I was you only that close because I, I was only that close because I wanted to be with her. 
I mean, all right. You know what? Maybe I won't call her back. Don't. I did email her. She what? Had, well, after she said my email didn't work. What did you say in your email? Hey, you know, thanks for, you know, for the call or whatever. No content. You guys have nothing to talk about. Well, we do, but, you know, she's in what? Texas what? now. What are you guys going to talk about? Old high school memories? No, we like to see how each other are doing. That's the kind of situation we have. That's the kind of uh, relationship we have. Just go on classmates.com and relive all your funny little memories you had over at South Grand Prairie. Uh, here's the other thing. You know, Bateman got me this subscription to classmates.com. Worst thing that could have ever happened. So this Amy, you know, she's married. She's a good Christian girl. She saved herself till marriage. Just, I'm done. There's no way I'm getting, you know, there's no way I'm getting that. Well, since I'm separated, what I like to do first before I go testing out anything new is maybe go back to the old ones. Maybe that could be a little bit easier because you know you already had some. Very first uh, girlfriend ever. Um, I, um, well, I, I'm disappointed. I want to relate to the story to you in a second. Okay. okay. All right. Janet, welcome to the hideout. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say that I think J-Dubs is an idiot. I think he's very jealous of you because... How am I jealous of... He's always putting you down. He's always putting me down. He just, I just think you're romantic, you're sweet. A romantic. Yes. Have you ever sure. seen the guy? Agreed. You would totally sure. disagree once you see him. For, for women's <laughs> wait, wait a second. Let Janet talk. Sweetheart, I just think you are. And, and Dubs is like ignorant, and he's jealous of you. What do you think? And that's it, why he's putting you down. Do you think and that's why you're alone listening to the radio tonight. Dubs. Because you're so bright. Janet, hold on one second. Dubs, I'm going to ask you to stop. No, don't ask me to stop. You just shut up. You have your little conversation with Janet because you guys are so close now. Why don't you call her on her birthday? Janet, when's your birthday? Jerk. When's your birthday, you're Janet? You're a whore. Dubs, I'm serious, oh, man. I I'm am no whore. And no, you're not, Janet. You're a nice person. You're <laughs> you, a person that you can... Found, you found one personal cop and grew with you and you latched on to him. Janet can I'm recognize. November. Birthday? Yes. So is this girl's. What, what birthday? What day? November 5th. All right, the other one's the 22nd. I'll have to remember. November's the big day. Janet, how old are you? I'm 23. Janet, congratulations. Next Saturday night, I'd love to meet you at our live broadcast, Tequila Beat. Yeah, I'd love to meet you, too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Can you make it? Yeah. You're, there. you're on the of list. Of course you can. You have nothing on the schedule. No. <laughs> Nothing's on the plate for this girl. I know this girl. I, I've seen a million of them. I've seen a million of them. Nothing's on the schedule for her. And here's the thing, Janet. I'm jealous? Janet, I'm going to keep yeah. you away from Of what? Janet. An, uh, uh, okay. an empty schedule? Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. I'm going to keep you. And you know what, Doug? You have to hurt him. I talked to a lot of people in this instant messenger who say they are afraid to call in because of you. I don't care. Because of you giving them a tongue lashing. Janet has been so kind. You obviously have made your points. Somebody wants to back me up and not call me a sicko retard. Somebody wants yeah. to call me a romantic. And, Janet, I appreciate that. We'll see you next Saturday night, Mardi Gras, Tequila Beach. I'll be there. Bring a friend, and not a male friend, because I'm really interested. Hold on. You won't be when you see her. <laughs> why are you being like that? Uh, you, why did you even ask her if she has something to do that day? You knew it was open. She sounded like she's a busy lady. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, welcome to the hideout. Man, I never thought I'd say this, but I gotta completely stick up for Dubs. Thank you. How? Well, now, why? Why do you say you never do that? Because you're a uh, retard. I just never thought I'd 100% agree with any of you guys. I've been listening for a few months, and I, you know, I find it amusing, entertaining. Thank you. But, Thank uh, you. Glowing review. <laughs> and when you're done, you're done, and you roll over and you crash. Um, it's a bummer. And that's the other thing too. I mean, there are plenty out there, but you also got to realize that I'm sort of a pack rat. 
I like to hold on to things. Memories. I, that's something. Uh, memories are fine. You mm -hmm. can keep the memories all you like, but you got to cut loose these these almost obsessive, weird relationships. High school girls got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Never. All right. Thank you, Scott. All right. Here's the other thing I got on this. So I know we got to take a commercial break. We got all that kind of stuff that we need to do. But here's one last thing. All right. I, I want to bitch to uh, to um, Bateman in the back real quick. Because there's one guy up there that had my back and one girl up there that had your back. And it said, take this call on the girl that had your back. Like, when you, I don't even know what you're talking about. I can see the screen from here. I'm the like, audience doesn't know what you're referring to. I have no clue as to what you're saying. Um, here's the thing. So I was talking oh, about. Okay, I can deal with that. I was talking about. Uh, I was talking about the classmate subscription. Right? So I got the classmates.com uh, subscription. And before I got married, there were only two chicks that I was really ever infatuated with and really, really, really liked. Like I don't like too many girls because I got to collect. I got to connect with them on another level. It's not just about sex for me. I like to be able to have someone I can carry on a conversation with. I like to, you know, I treat women as equals. I like women to be my best friends before we start making love with each other. <laughs> so, so because of that, all right, Amy's out of the picture. So I move over to Becky. Becky was my original, my original girlfriend in the sixth grade. Uh, like one of the, the, six, the, six the original crushes. All right, wait, wait, wait. I knew her all the way through high school again. I have just one real quick question I need to throw out at you. All right, you have these girls. Can I tell this? No, please, please, just one thing. You cut me off every day. Let me cut you off just once. All right, you have a girl that you were in love with in sixth grade. Am I not sick? Why is he hold yelling on. at me? Hold on. Hold like on. Like that again. Hold on. Go ahead. All right, you have a girl you were in love with in sixth grade. Whenever eighth you, grade. Eighth grade. Whenever you run one off. Do you think of her like as she was in eighth grade? No, no, no. I I just want to know if it's just from memories or. No, I imagine what she'd be like if she were older. Okay. And I know her in high school too. All right. I Is that wrong? Is that wrong to punch it to someone that you like knew in high school? Because you're not thinking, oh, she's a sixteen-year-old. You're thinking, hey, I was a, a high school. Let me tell this story. Okay, I just want to know. So I get this classmate subscription. High school is not bad, but if you go back to sixth grade, then you're getting a little creepy. Okay, I can agree with you on that. So I get the subscription, and I'm looking her up, and I can't find her anywhere. She ended up leaving my school. She was my, before even Amy, she was my original crush. First love. I think women can respect that, Janet. So it's this. It's this. It goes like this, Dubs. So I can't find her, but I find her brother on the classmates thing. So I email her brother. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get in touch with Rebecca. Can you please pass along my info? So, you know, I didn't hear anything from him. You know, I'm thinking it's, you know, your subscription's shut down, whatever. Well, I end up getting an email this week. Weirdo. No, and so in, in, the, in, the, in the headline, it says, from Rebecca. But you know where the name is? Like whenever you get an email from somebody, it either mm. says, you know. Their uh, name. Yeah, their name or something. Automatically in the name section, Rebecca or Greg. I'm like, oh, this can't be good. So I open up the email, and it's, hey, Hefe, for these purposes, you know, three exclamation points, by the way. Oh, my God, I can't believe you even remember me. How are you doing? It's so great to hear from you. You know why she can't believe you remember? Because it's just, you know, you, you tend to forget about these people, and that, that's a healthy thing to do. And so, anyway, she goes on to say she's married. Now, like I told you, being married isn't that big a deal. I've been married. It's, these things, they, they happen. Some only last 55 hours. Some last five years. They happen. Marriage, you're acting like they're herpes. Marriage is in. 
Uh, I'll tell you, herpes sticks with you for life. Marriage usually doesn't. True. So, and then it reads on, I have a 17-month-old baby. Hot. And I was like, wow. Not only did she meet somebody else, she banged him. <laughs> and yeah, she married him. She probably banged him. And so has that little Amy girl or whoever left a message. She's probably banged her fiancé. She banged him. And so that just drives me crazy. This Amy chick, I knew she was a good chick. She was a virgin until she got married. You know, whatever. How do you know she was a virgin until she got married? I knew. Trust me. No. I knew. You go You go to college, you go out of college. Good Christian girl. <laughs> kind of girl that I'm into. A lady with morals. A good Christian girl. And do you believe in God? No. But I like and my that... woman too, so she doesn't spread it all the time. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so, I'm just saying, this has been a tough week for me. I've been sick. And I've been heartbroken from the two only other chicks besides my wife that I ever really wanted to be with. And what is Dubs going to do? He's going to call me creepy. I tell you, I'm not going to get a hold of anybody else from now on. That's it, that's it, Dubs. That's all we got. I could just see you going back to your high school wearing some kind of long coat and flashing everybody because you lose it. You just... You have this sick obsession with high school, and you just lose it one of these days. Go back to Grand Prairie High and show South up. Grand Prairie High School. Okay. You, you Carrie go. Wood went okay. to uh, Grand Prairie High School. Carrie Wood, the famous baseball player I played against. Okay. You, you go to back to South Prairie High School. South Grand Prairie. South Grand Prairie High School. That's great, ass white. Who cares? You go there, and you show everybody Mr. Little. South Grand Prairie High. I could just see you going over flashing all the fun. I was most talented, starting varsity catcher, lead actor. And no one cares to get a hold of you. Nobody emails me back from classmates. Not a single person. <laughs> How Not does a... that feel? <sighs> Feels like I feel now. Sick. I'm disgusted with myself. All right, let's take <laughs> a break. There... Hey, happy Valentine's Day. There it is. You think you're sad? You listen to the radio? You ain't got nothing on me. Going home with bronchitis to watch Tasty Teen 7. Again. I don't think that's a bad night. <laughs> Again. I don't think I didn't do that as soon as I woke up, too. I was feeling like a champion this morning. Now I feel like ass. All right, we're way late on the commercial break. Let's take this commercial break. We're not going anywhere. In fact, we're about to give out a uh, hideout pass in just a little than, um, I don't know, um, eight seconds. Spit on it. LFA's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. J-Dubs, I may be a sad person, but I'll tell you this, I'm going to be happy. A week from now as we're broadcasting live from Tequila Beach, downtown Washington, D.C. And uh, Janet, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you as you got your hideout pass for that. Yeah, we'll be out there from 7 to 11 next Saturday night, broadcasting live from Tequila Beach. If you've ever been to a Mardi Gras party, this is the, this is the thing to do. This is the big Mardi Gras party going on, Tequila Beach, and it's going to be real easy for you to get to. Here's the situation. All you got to do is either maybe hop on the Metro, because it's at the Metro Center Metro Stop in downtown D.C., or if you want to drive down there, maybe do a little parking, maybe you got a busload of people you want to bring down, it's at the corner of 12th and F Streets, 1115 F Street, Tequila Beach. And you never know what's going to happen at Tequila Beach because, Hefe, you might see someone you went to high school with. I'm don't hoping. Get, in don't fact, get maybe too excited, but you may. Maybe we can get a hold of Amy or Becky and they can bring the 17-month-year-old. And you know, I've even thought about this for them. I've even been thinking, 
right, what if something happens to the uh, to the daddy? Could I be could I be a could husband? Could you be the step-in? Could I be the step-in for the little baby? And I say yes. <laughs> and I say yes to Tequila Beach. <laughs> Again, Mardi Gras party, 7 to 11, next Saturday night. In fact, if come you out, want... Come out and see J-Dubs and the creepy guy who wants all the, all the people he went to high school with. 202-393-LIME for more information. In fact, if you want a hideout pass, caller number 6 right now at 800 636 202 Four three two one zero six seven, and uh, I think Tommy Bateman may be there as well. Tequila Beach, week from the night, hideout, Mardi Gras, JFK. Ladies, meet WJFK male spokesmodel and hideout producer Tommy Bateman Saturday at Tequila Beach at 7 p.m. Located on 12th and F Street, Tommy Bateman will be there to fulfill all your womanly desires. What? That's Tequila Beach, Saturday, February 21st. What? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Are we entertaining do- more men than DuPont what Circle? That? Are we okay, doing this at a gay club? Don't get it in my eye. No. Tequila Beach is not a gay club. WJFK. Not that it mattered if it was. But, hey, with uh, Tommy Bateman trying to swoon us with his masculine voice and masculine skills, kind of... Play that one more time. What was that? Kind of makes my sphincter tickle. Ladies, meet WJFK male <laughs> spokesmodel what is and high producer Tommy Bateman Saturday at Tequila Beach at 7 p.m. Located on 12th and F Street, Tommy Bateman will be there to fulfill all your womanly desires. That's Tequila Beach, Saturday, February 21st. I like the new voice guy. Oh, Good. Wait. What are you doing, man? You can't just go around making promos, throwing them in. What do you mean, what am I doing? You I did was... that last time for whatever. You and you know, the, the gig that Spiewak had, you redid the whole promo. What? Seriously, what are you doing, man? Look, I hear laminate. Stop wearing the laminate from the Spiewak <laughs> Super Bowl gig that you guys I'm glad did. somebody from WJFK finally stepped up and made a promo saying that I will be there. Because, look. No offense to J-Dubs, I wasn't advertised to be at his event on the big game, and let's see what happened there. Now, I gotta admit, Dubs' event was absolutely empty, and you because went with... no one could smoke there. But Rob Spiewax was packed. And my event was packed. It was $40 to get in. My event was packed. I mean, somebody has to save the show next week. So you honestly believe that if we you, pimp you, you out... You believe you're a bigger draw than I am. I'm not saying I'm necessarily a bigger draw, but let's face facts. Let's look at the uh, past. Now, how many uh, how many people went up to you and said hi at the at the Speedway Super Bowl event? I lost. Or when they were were they just saying hi or hey, can I have one of those T-shirts? Hey, can I get a WJFK glass? Laugh if you want. But... Where are the JFK bumper stickers? Is that what they were asking you? <sighs> so jealous that I've already surpassed you guys. I can't believe you can't just slip promos in. And by the way, right, get the cart number off of there. I think that actually belongs to like XM Radio or Viramax or something. Thank you, Cameron and Alan, for finally realizing what will pack the people in next week. By the way, speaking of that, Cameron Linewan, the man doll, we're getting abused financially for this live gig, not to bitch about it too much. I'm not. So, are you getting paid for this? You're not? Not really. No, actually... No, actually, we really aren't. No, we're not. Don't tell me you're getting, like, a promotional fee or something. <clears throat> Get out of here. Are you serious? Did you talk to Tammy or Miss Bobby about this? Tell us how much you're getting. Write it down. Here's a pen. I don't know. Here's a pen. 
I don't know. Where Penn is. You got one over there? So here we go. Here, here we go. go. I can't believe that you would get paid. Plus parking if I drive myself. No way. No, you're not. Actually, I think Cameron might actually have gotten. You're not getting. No, you're not getting five hundred dollars. Why you gotta yell out my fee? Because <laughs> there's no way you're getting five hundred. Because I get an appearance fee, and you guys have to sit there on the stage while I, you know, mingle with all the ladies out there. There's, you're not. First of all, you're not going to be mingling. And you're going to have people signing things. You're going to, you know, so they can come on the air with us. Yes, I will be signing things if you so want me to. You know, I think they finally printed up some eight by ten glossies of me. No, they didn't. You haven't seen out in the lobby, then, obviously. Get out of here. Hey, you know, sorry. Hey, anybody want to go out, out to dinner afterwards since I, I'll have some money? I'm, I'm holding you to that dinner now. Actually, you know what? Yes. You are buying us dinner. After Tequila Beach, you are going to take us up the street to the M&S Grill, and you're going to buy us all dinner to celebrate the big appearance. Hey, if I'm not too busy with the ladies from Good Guys or whatever. They're going to whoever I huh? hook up with. There. Those girls that we had in last week, the strippers. Who all's in? Tell me who all's in from last week. Uh, I know Olivia is definitely going to be there. I don't. I, I don't. I didn't talk to Todd very long. He just from said there'll be like two or three other chicks with them. So. Nice. I hear a bunch of guys. So all of Rev Nine is gonna be there too, huh? Uh, no, just one of the guitar players. The other one has to work. All right. So the lead singer and one of the guitar players. Yes. So with the Danny, the guy with the you know. Go along with And so we're gonna have strippers there too. Yep. And it's a Mardi Gras party to Kale Beach next Saturday. And a girl that has actually agreed to go out with Matt Albert if he's not too much of a pussy to go. What? She'll be there. Who's this? This chick that he saw a picture of one of my friends and he's like, she's pretty hot. So. I think they might actually go on a date. If, wow! If he's not too much of a pussy. Can we can we see a picture of her? Uh, yeah, I'd have to. Uh, you saw a picture of her. I think I think I did actually. See. She was pretty hot. She actually she's got like the, the pasty skin, the black hair. She's a real cute girl. Did you you showed it to me in the dump room? Is that the same girl? I think so. Oh, yeah, she's not bad. Yeah, she's not, not bad for for Matt. Definitely. All right, well, there it is. Step up for Mac. And by the way, it's not the Tommy Bateman, come meet Tom. I mean, I guess you will meet Tommy. Everybody, come meet me, 7 to 11, next Saturday, Tequila Beach. All right, do whatever. I'll be there signing autographs, you know, handing out kisses to all the hot chicks. No fat chicks, please. Getting our beers. Wait a second. Fat women are yep. more than welcome. They're welcome to come. To come. Just, you know, don't touch me. Especially, you know, since it's a week after Valentine's Day and I'm here working. By the way, what are you doing for Valentine's? How is your Valentine's going? Uh, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Great. How, how is it with you and your girlfriend, Ashley? She's probably going now. No, wait a second. Stay in here. You're the one that wanted to come in and push your appearance. I, I, hey, we you know we got to get a little interview out of you if we're going to give you some plugs. I think she will actually, last I heard, be there Saturday. The Ashley that made out with you that pretended to be your girlfriend. She didn't pretend there. to be my girlfriend. Why would she make out with me to pretend to be my girlfriend? So she's really your girlfriend. Of course. Why would I, why would I bring her in if she wasn't? Get her on the phone. Let's ask her why she doesn't I care. I think that she might be out. Me. She's probably up. Uh, you don't know where your chick is? What do I care? I'm here working. So you're that kind of an open guy. Yeah. We're, I'm going to go watch porn later on with her and then bang her. How's that? You're such a liar. What? When did all this come about? You used to be the how guy that yelled. How are you going to hide that from your mom? What? You talking? You guys are out of your mind. Right. Look, just because I'm getting paid for next Saturday. Sorry, go answer the phone. I've been enough for you. <laughs> Come meet me at Tequila Beach. Play that stupid thing one more time. I want to hear what he wasted his time on. 
Ladies, meet WJFK male spokesmodel and hideout producer Tommy Bateman. Saturday at Tequila Beach at 7 p.m. Located on 12th and F Street, Tommy Bateman will be there to fulfill all your womanly desires. Now, did he slow his voice down for this? Saturday, February 21st. And all the dudes out there, you and, can see me too. And what's that stupid, um, the, the, the more music 104 music at the end of it? What is that, John Mayer? We're not putting on some wimpy ass show. We're not going to be going out there talking about Dave Matthews. What's that pussy ass music, man? I don't understand that. And people are all over you on the instant feedback. Alexis is calling in saying that Tommy's full of ass. And I believe that. I'll tell you this too. If his chick is out there, that this uh, this Ashley chick that pretended to be him or pretended to be with him, I will give her money out of my pocket if she'll make out with anybody else in front of Tommy. I'd love to see her just kiss some other dude in front and, of Tommy. And let us take pictures. Yeah. That we can plaster all over the internet. Yeah. In fact, I think I've even seen another picture of her where she's doing other stuff. Really? Yeah. Like what? I don't want to. Pretty freaky? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yo. What are you doing? What are you talking about? How dare you? Shut up. I'll pay money if your ex-wife comes out there and give some guy oil on the stage. I would, too. That'd be a great show. I'm just looking to put on a good show. You wouldn't allow your, your supposed chick to make out with what people at the show. What is supposed stuff? And you know what? I bet if we get a little liquor in her, she's showing boobs. Boobs oh, yeah. or beads. It's Mardi Gras. It's Kilo Beach. Why wouldn't she? You would. Hey, how about this? Would you be pissed off? If yeah. your alleged girlfriend was was showing her boobs for beads, I don't care. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't care because you're not really with her? How dare you? Oh, you're so stupid. What is this? That sounds like he's on a soap opera. He's acting so poorly. You <laughs> <laughs> used to be a good actor. What is that? How dare you? <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. I'd wax that ass. That chick is hot. So meet all of our best friends as we uh, we do our live show. So, Dubs, yeah. speaking of live appearances, do you want to get into Singles in the City now? Uh, oh, we got to take a commercial break. Aren't we late? I think we're wrong late again. All right, here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. Hey, Bateman, get Big O and Dukes on the phone. Call them real quick. Let's see them if they, let's see if they can get uh, do the next break with us. What's the phone number over there? 1-800-WHFS or something I like that? I have no idea. I've never called there. But I know Bateman has, so he should know it. He he calls that other shit. He's, he's one of those you're talking about keeping the lines of communication open like I do with the, the chicks from middle school. Hmm. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw him try to dial HFS <laughs> and then he just hung it up. and. What do you want? What is this? Did I dial other crappy stations? Call them right now and ask them if they'll do it. You're dialing them now. Yeah. <laughs> I see him pop up on a line we start talking about. He even told me that he was actively trying to pursue a gig with Big O and Duke. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind of gig? I don't know. Pulling music? <laughs> <laughs> Call them. Stop <laughs> calling us. First you say I'm a liar, and now you're just standing on there and making stuff up. <laughs> what are you going to jeopardize my male spokesmodel career here? <laughs> Now you're trying to get me in trouble with Cameron and Alan. Call HFS. Hurry up. 
You don't want to catch him in the middle of an incubus song. So yeah. Come on, hurry up. Mega Lomaniac. I love that song, man. That's a good tune. Have you seen the video? Mm -mm. Video's a little whacked out. I saw it on the AOL for broadband. That's all I do while I'm upstairs is I watch music videos. And um, they got like a whole bunch of Hitler. Really? I mean, a, mega, a megalomaniac, somebody that's really obsessed, and they got big ego and that kind of thing. Right. But I don't know why you would have Hitler all over your video. And you know this, too? Ever since the whole Janet Jackson thing, with the day, they started day-parting videos. Mm -hmm. They day-parted the one with Britney. I want to look at that one later on in this, in this AOL for broadband. Have you heard that new song, Toxic? I'll tell you this. You want to call me a mo for something? I'll give it to you on this. I am a huge fan of Britney. Um, that's not that's not gay. Uh, and I love the new CD. I really liked the uh, Me Against the Music. It's really hard for me to call you a mo or anything when I'm a claymate that likes to listen to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, no, you know, I'll give you that. Are you go are you going to the show? No. Clarkston and Aiken? No. You're not going to that? No. Is it because you can't get tickets? No, I, I'm sure I could uh, finagle some tickets, but I, I'm just too busy at my nights and everything, and I have. What do you do? I, well, I usually work here for the really? show. I never hear you. Well, I'm doing what Bateman does, but quieter. <laughs> Obviously. Oops. Uh, let's take a very quick commercial break. We'll come back. And we got stories about singles in the city. This we heard a ton about it. I'll tell you a little teaser of what happened. Uh, I was yelling at people. Yeah, you were very, very um, out front. You were just not Hefe-like. Yeah, last night you were definitely you were definitely like almost uh, bizarro Hefe. Yeah, it's like Hefe has the uh, dread and uh, dreads and goatee. It's like if he just shaved everything off and was the complete uh, photo negative of himself. So I'll tell you this: we got stories about <clears throat> Jerry Rice, got stories about Stuttering John, and we got stories about some whore from Playboy. Um, I'm sure she's still in town too. I hope she listens. I hope I you skanky slut. I hope you're listening as well. So let's take a very quick commercial break. We're gonna come right back and more hideout passes to give away to our live event, all that kind of fun stuff. So we will be back in at mere moments. It's WJFK. Who wants another eargasm? Oh God, no more, no. LFA's <laughs> hideout, delivering more eargasms an hour than any other show in the nation. On one hundred six point seven WJFK. Half uh, and J Dub here to remind you: Tequila Beach, huge Mardi Gras party. Downtown D.C. a week from the night, Dubs. What are you looking forward to most, Tequila Beach? What I'm looking forward to is throwing the beads out, of course, because we are uh, we have a very very plush setup going on there. We're going to be uh, kind of above everybody else. We uh, will be able to work the crowd a little bit and get everybody excited for Mardi Gras. If you've never been to Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras is not even maybe as big as what we plan on for Tequila Beach. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the situation where we plan a whole bunch of stuff, stunts. And it's just going to all get taken over by boobs and beer. And we're fine with that in the hideout. In fact, we try to specialize in that when it's not homoerotic humor. Best thing about Tequila Beach and the Mardi Gras party dubs is the fact that it's located right on the metro. Metro center, metro stop. If you want to drive, there's always a lot of um, uh, like parking and stuff. Corners of 12th and F Street. It's 1115 F Street Northwest in Washington, D.C. All week long, you'll be able to find info on WJFK.com and call Tequila Beach. Say, I'm so excited about the hideout coming to town. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's 202-393-LIME. In fact, right now, we got a couple of lines open. If you want a hideout pass, a couple of people right now. 
800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You and a buddy get in for free for the hottest Mardi Gras party in downtown D.C. at Tequila Beach. And if you uh, aren't writing this down right now, just go to WJFK.com. So you can get all that info. Callers right now, you're going to get some passes from the hideout in Tequila Beach. Welcome back into the hideout. Happy Valentine's Day. I'll have and J-Dubs are hanging out with you on this Saturday night. And, uh, you know, open lines. Uh, you know what I'd also like to do? Maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, we'll hook some people up. Valentine's kind of stuff. You're lonely. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Did you ever play matchmaker when you were growing up, Dubs? No. I, I, what do you mean, matchmaker? Like you didn't ever try to hook up with one of your buddies with somebody else, that kind of thing? Like No, because I, I was the victim of matchmaker like once or twice. And it never worked out. I was always, never. I was always like, hey, dude, you know, like, you know, somebody says, she, you know, he likes so-and-so. I go up to him like, hey, you know, you know, we're doing a little thing. You know, we should come over. We get together. All that kind the, of problem, the problem with that is you're setting yourself up for someone to hate you, you know? If it doesn't work out, people are going to be pissed at you. Why, why put yourself in the middle of something like that? I mean, there's just something you do, though. It's like, you know, you just you play matchmaker. It's that kind of thing. You never did that? No, I, I don't want to meddle in people's lives like that. Really? Yeah, it's just it's just too much, man. Mm. All right. Well, fair enough. I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy that. Because when I when I was uh, hooked up with, with people, like, when, hey, why don't you go on a date with so-and-so? I'll, I'll hook it up and everything. All right, I'll do it. And then... When it goes badly, I'm like, what are you thinking, you know? Do you even know me? Do you know what I like? Mm -hmm. I don't like some prissy girl who's going to bring their mom on a date with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I forgot that I did that to you. Yeah, you did that to me. I uh, I hooked him up. All right, there's this prize pig. For those of you who don't know what those are, prize pigs are people that listen to radio stations only to win the prizes. Yeah. And so there was this prize pig. It was banging her overnight dude she had a really hot daughter and so i'm thinking dubs is you know he was still a virgin at the time i'm thinking let's hook dubs up man maybe you can get a little something going move that mic so i can look at you and um well look at my eyes and as it turns out I mean, she was horrible and the prize pig went along on the date with you yeah it was very very strange i'm on the date with this girl, this lady's daughter and i'm like like all right uh, i'll pick you up at after you get off work in the mall so I go to pick her up at the mall. <laughs> Where'd she work? Uh, the movie theater. Oh, wow. Winner. Yeah. Do people ever work at the movie theater? I mean, even if you're in high school or college, are you ever a winner? No. I don't think so. Not so the movie. I don't know. We got some listeners probably work at a movie theater. Well, let's face it. You're probably not on the top of the food chain as far as coolness goes. Not the like only, us. The only reason that a lot of people are friends with those people is, hey, you can get me into the, some movies a day or two before... And so comes out. in college, we had this dude we called him Mamo. In fact, he was on my radio show, my college radio show, Vox Pop Expose. It was a great show. I was a great host. And um, he was the manager of a movie theater. Very quirky guy. He was the guy that had his car completely full of bumper stickers. You know that guy? Yeah. And he, but he was cool. I mean, he was a super cool kind of guy. But he was the manager, and so we'd always go over to Movie 16 Watch all the movies for free. That was a junior and senior year at Texas Tech. That was actually pretty cool. Actually, our man Sideshow, who uh, is running around here somewhere, used to work in a movie theater. And one of my girlfriends worked at a movie theater. Girl had a big ass. The whore would never hook me up with oral or popcorn. And it was at that point, 13 months later, when I realized I was getting nothing wet, that I let her go. 
Notice I don't obsess over her. She was no good. She was one of those chicks in high school. No good. By the way, if I sound a little off and the energy seems like it's off a little bit, understand that I'm all matted up and I got bronchitis. So really, really bad. Uh, <coughs> as you can tell, I'm sorry about coughing in your ear. But last night, I thought I was on top of the world, J-Dub. Yeah, you were uh, 10 foot tall and bulletproof last night. We went to Singles in the City last night. J-Dubs and I were in the kissing slash autograph booth. And so here's the situation. I'm uh, doing some stuff here at, uh, at the radio station. I got to leave. Turns out banners were forgotten for the radio station. Whatever the case, I had to pick the banners up, take them up to the, take them up to the place. So I'm walking with a 50-pound roll of banners from Silver Spring to the Woodley Park Metro on the red line, like walking all this way, carrying these banners with bronchitis. All right? So I get there, and I can't stress to you, it was cold. I'm sick. I just started the antibiotics. It was going to be a late night, and I was just in a pissy-ass mood. You were very pissy when you first came in. I come up to you, hey, Pepe, how's it going, you know? And you go to shake my hand, and then you pull it away. You went to shake my hand, and I was like, I was taking my coat off. I was no, like, you, you put your hand out for a second, and then you pulled it away. Well, I was taking my coat off. And then I'm like, are you all right? And you're like, no, leave me alone. I'm like, all right, dick. I just walked away. Yeah, but no, you didn't just walk away. You hung out for a second, and I was like, and you were like, what's going on? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, no, man. I just walked here in the cold with the goddamn banners because people around here are ass -effs. And I'm pissed. And while I'm trying to be a nice guy, you're taking it out on me. And I was just like, hey, dude, give me a couple seconds. Let me get into my zone, and I'll be all right. Didn't I? And then you still hung around even after no, I No, I didn't. I left, I left. I walked away right then. And you know what? I apologize for getting your girl, because it wasn't right. But I was pissed at the time. And Alan comes up to me. Oh, thanks so much, man. You really helped us out. Can't yell at Alan like that. Tammy, our pregnant promotions lady, comes up. I can't yell at her. And then Cameron comes up. He's like, oh, great. Thanks, dude. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm like, oh, I can't yell at any of those three people. So I yell about them on me. the air. <laughs> well, you and I are buddies. I could take it out on you. You take it out on the guy who's just trying to help you out. And notice you weren't helpful. Uh, Megan, the sales girl, was really nice. She took my jacket. She's like, can I get you anything? I had no idea. Can I get you some juice? I asked, you. I asked you if I could get you anything, if you needed anything. And you're like, no. Just give me a few minutes. So I gave you a few minutes. I, I I gave you what you wanted. You're like that girlfriend. What's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. What's wrong? Are you okay? I don't want to talk about it. Give me a second to get in my zone. What's what, wrong? What, what zone? Why do you need to get in any zone? I've never needed to get in a zone when I, I'm around my buddies. Because I needed to calm down. So anyway, let's get beyond that. All okay. Right? So Megan, you know, what do you want? Heineken. Give me some Heineken. So I run over, and she grabs me a Heineken, despite the fact that I'm an on antibiotics. And I start throwing these things down. And I don't know if it's the combination of the antibiotics and the Heineken or what. I couldn't stop. After one. And by the way, I don't, I don't say this is good. And I don't recommend anybody doing this or any kind of other situation. But, man, I got lit quick. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just have one because I'm sick. And I didn't want to stick around very long to do the autograph kissing booth. And then uh, Stuttering John comes in. And, you know, he walks in, and everybody's like, we're Stuttering John, we're Stuttering John. And so we meet Stuttering John. Now, this was kind of bad. I felt bad for you, Dubs. Because this happens a lot. When people call the show, they go, hey, Hefe, you know, you've bitched about this before, and I take notice of it. So Stuttering John's walking into the Heineken room, and, of course, like the leeches they are, 
you know, all the salespeople yeah, are around all, him. All the management are just on, on, tip. on him like they're, they're, they're his hemorrhoids or something. You know, they're just attached to the ass. Exactly. I mean, they're just all over him. You know, making sure he's got everything and that he's okay. And I understand he's a star. You know? Yeah, you, you, you got to coddle him, but I don't think it takes eight people. I, I think it was just these guys were just trying to get close to him more than help him out. And so they walk him into this Heineken room, and um, I, Cameron's introducing him to everybody. And Cameron, he's like, hey, by the way, um, I'd like you to meet, and he says my real name, and he's, he says, I'd like you to meet you know, Alex. I'd like you to meet Alex. He's a big. He's one of our big stars at the radio station. And so, you know, John, he's walking in. He's, you know, I would assume he's scoping the ladies. He shakes my hand for two seconds and doesn't even say hi. You know, just gives a little head nod or whatever. That's fine. I can understand that. I don't worry about that. Thing is, Cameron then just walks right by Dub. Yeah. I, doesn't I, even acknowledge or pretend, or even acknowledge that you're anywhere around Stuttering John, and you were standing right next to me. Here's the thing. I don't care to meet him. You know, I, I, I'm to the opinion that these people, they're out here, and they don't want to be bothered, overly bothered, because they're going to be bothered enough throughout the night. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just want, I, I want to give them their space, unlike management who wants to uh, suffocate them. And so they take them over to the Heineken quarter, and... They, I guess they had some couches set up for them. There were some people that were lounging on the couches, and they kicked the people out. Yeah. You know, and Alan and Julie and Cameron all sit down around John on the couches. And I even saw I even saw Cameron put his his hand on John's leg. Are you serious? I did I not know, see that. I don't know what he was saying, but he like kind of put his hand on his leg. Like, yeah, I'll get I'll get it for you. I'll get it taken care of or whatever. And I was just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Come on, and again, not to begrudge, you know, Stuttering John, we love the Howard Stern Show, and John seemed cool enough, he was mingling with everybody. It's just so funny the way they spoon all over these. Yeah, things. it's just, it's, it's crazy. Because like, you don't I see mean, them you spooning over, I mean, John, you would equate that maybe, I don't know, to Rob. I mean, Rob's a bigger, you know, deal, uh, to me at least. And they don't swoon all over Rob, That maybe because they don't ever see him. I mean, they see him every day, and they never see John. It was just so funny how he had his own little JFK entourage. Yeah, he had he had like it was like Mike Tyson walking in with the, his uh, big band of boombox players walking behind him. Mm -hmm. And so I walk in, dude, and I'm pounding him at this point, and I feel great. I think over the whole night I had about five Heineken because I knew I was taking the Metro. And, and you I didn't got there late too. Uh -huh. And I pounded five maybe in a span of two two and a half hours. I was ten feet tall, four hundred pounds, invincible. Now, for those of you that maybe know me off the air, I'm very quiet, kind of reserved. I'm more of a listener, as most people who are in this business are. Yeah. I was walking around J-Dubs like. Yeah, like I was, I had to be the calm and reserved one last night because Hefe just for some reason decided to switch roles with me. <laughs> and so I'm walking around saying, hey, baby, what's up? Why don't you shake it a little bit? And then we see people, we're porting at them, we're calling them losers. You know, that kind of stuff. Just being really now loud and rowdy and obnoxious and that kind of stuff. And um, being real curt with people, too. Yeah. So one of the situations is that we were in this autograph booth. All right? Ooh. And the autograph booth is up in this corner. Yeah, no one really knew where we were, I don't think. No, they had a little bitty sign that said autograph kissing booth upstairs. You and, didn't... like, our names, real, low, real, real small underneath that. Uh, it's what time at, we're gonna be at there. 10 and 11 o'clock. So we're in this autograph thing. 
we don't have any pictures to sign. We don't have any JFK glossy photos of Dubs or myself. And I'll say this, I never want any. No. I never want to have any, any glossies. For some reason, no matter how cool a person is, when they get put on the glossy, they always look like douchebags. I don't even like pictures. I mean, I hate seeing it when, like, DJs have their pictures on websites. and that, It's almost why I don't want a website, because I'll feel like I have to put a picture on there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't want to. That's why I want somebody to come in and draw caricatures of us. Maybe at, at most that's what I'd like. What do you want, Bateman? You guys could always send my uh, 8x10 glasses. You don't even have any. Shut up. They have them. Hey, where are you going to be next Saturday night? Tequila Beach. Uh, awesome. I hope that doesn't compete with us. Uh, so anyway, so we're out there, and um, Tammy, who was in promotions, yeah, um, she, was, she was going through cleaning stuff out, and she found a whole bunch of glossies. They're just left here. Yeah. Because, you know, we're DJs. Who wants our autograph when you really come down to it? So it was a bunch of old sports junkies and G. Gordon Liddy glossies. So what we decided we were going to do is we take the G. Gordon Liddy and sports junkies glossies and we take them out there, and that's what we're signing. And, and when, we, when we take them out there, we take a Sharpie marker and we draw our faces, like what our faces look like, over their heads. So I've got the big goatee and the, and the uh, dreads, and so we're drawing it over each one of the junkies, and we're crossing out junkies, and we're writing in the sports hefes. And these are collectibles, by the way. I don't know if this is ever going to happen again. The, the funny thing is, uh, instead of even trying to draw a picture of me over any of the junkies, I'm white, they're white. Let's just put an arrow to it and put J-dubs. Yeah, I don't know which junkie it was, but I was like, this one looks a little bit like J-dubs. So we're pointing an arrow to him, and then there are three other sports hefes or whatever it is. Now, what's so funny is that we're up here at this thing, and people are walking by, and they don't even have a sign saying who we are. So we're up there with and nothing but junkies glossies and G. Gordon Liddy glossies. So people are walking up saying, oh, my God, you guys are the sports junkies. <laughs> oh, no. I, I listen to you guys all the time. So we're sitting there. We're like, oh, that, that is silly cool. That, dude, you are so money, man. What a... What about the other donkeys running around here? I'll tell you, we aren't no donkeys, and you aren't a donkey either. Hey, you want an autograph? And they're like, yeah, man. And so forget the fact that these pictures are drawn over with me, like drawn in with dreads and goatees and stuff. Right. I think last night I told everybody I was CK, CK Dubs. No, you were CK Hefe. CK Hefe. And I was, uh, I was J Cakes. J Cakes. <laughs> and so people are actually coming around. And then other, and then there was this other guy there pimping some stupid book or something. And so he was like uh, talking to us, and he thought we were the junkies. And so he knows some some and reporter from Fox Five, and he was like, "I've got to remember. I wish I remember what this reporter's name was. Some chick. I don't know." And he's like, "Hey man, what about this chick? Isn't she? You know, you guys have effed with her before or whatever." We just ran her down. I was like, "Yeah, she's a C, man. She's a C. What a bitch." He's like, yeah, tell me about it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't even know if she bats on, uh, you know, the right team. I was like, yeah, I heard she was a dyke. <laughs> you know, you know. But just trying to be as crude and crass as we could be. Mm -hmm. And so then other guys are coming up, like, hey, I love the show or whatever. So it was so funny. And then, as it turns out, Lisa Warden, who I guess is the new HFS program director, she's up there. And she's walking around, and we met Big O, and I know Dukes. I like Dukes, actually, no matter how much we fight with them. I still don't like this Big O guy. I, he, like, he comes up, and he, like, this is, this is why I know he's, he's, there's something wrong with him in the pants. He comes <laughs> up, 
and he shakes our hand. But when he shakes your hand, he's a he puts the other hand on top. You know what I mean? Like, come here. Like, come he's here, cupping you. So, like, all right, we're shaking hands, right hand, and then he puts the left hand over the top, and he's like, hey, nice to meet you. Very soft kind of a hand. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there with a big, fat Bolivian woman. So, uh, and he was like, hey, you know, I know we have this whole thing going on the air, but I, I really like your guys' show, and you guys are really talented. And I was like, all right, well, whatever. That's cool. Nice to meet you, you know. I didn't want to be a dick there. I'm not going to be a dick to his face. But then this Lisa Warden chick, the HFS program director, is there. And she's got the pasty skin and the black hair. And I guess she came from K-Rock out in L.A. I'm telling you, I'd bang this chick. I'd, 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 she's one of those in dubs. I don't know if you found her attractive. Did you? Uh, not particularly. She's not my type. Definitely not. She has some nice junk in the trunk. But, you know, maybe she could... I mean, if she were going to get implants, I wouldn't say it's a bad idea. You know? Mm -hmm. But she seemed really cool. And so we were like, come over here, baby. Come meet us. Come meet us. So she comes over. And we give her our autographed uh, sports junkies yeah. uh, picture, and you we, know. we told her she was she was money and uh, silly silly fresh. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm just saying, you know, if she, I wouldn't go work for her because I don't like that station, but she's hot and I'd bang her. Right. It's one of the, and I'd love to see her at Tequila Beach. I'll take her in her bathroom and I'll satisfy her because I don't know if she's met anybody here in D.C. to fill her needs. So anyway, moving on beyond that. What did you think about the crowd at Singles in the City? Surprisingly good. Yeah. Like it, it, it was more it was pa more packed than I thought it was going to be and like the quality of people was definitely higher than expected. I whenever I hear these things I usually think, you know, it might it, it has a chance of being real sad, mm -hmm. you know? But when I went out there, good-looking girls, the guys weren't, you know, like, you know, they're, they're, of course you're going to get some of the crowd that's just the computer geeks, you know, the guys, you know, have, were, like, just emailing everybody on their screen, name, like, on their buddy list, telling them, hey, show up so we can all meet out here. And that was out. one of the things we did feel like we should walk around and introduce ourselves with our screen name. Yeah. Hi, I'm, I'm JFK El Jefe. Nice to meet you. I'm Molly Hatchet Rules 62, and that's rules with a Z, not an S. So it's one of, you know... Holly Hatchet does rule, too. It's going to be like that. And um, the chicks were actually very hot. There were a lot of girls that were there, and it seemed like they were there, like, in the 30 to 35-year-old range. They dressed themselves up nice. They looked respectable. You knew they were looking for their next baby's daddy. They, you knew they were there almost to find the next husband. You know what was funny was the looks that our promotions director, Tammy, got walking around there pregnant because it just looked like she was looking for the next daddy you know someone to pick up the the load after she uh you yeah. see a, you see a pregnant lady at singles in the city i mean you don't know that her husband's there or, too you don't know that she's there with the radio station. yeah she, you don't know she's working because she's not wearing any station swag mm -hmm. so and this station doesn't even have any yeah true you know we're walking around like we own the place but we look like any other dork loser that's there and you kind of forget that you don't think that well not to say that they're particularly dork losers the people but that were we there. look like that yeah i mean you look i mean we're wearing jeans and that kind of stuff the other thing that i noticed about the singles in the city so apparently brad and cameron from the real world are there and uh um, you see how thin she was yeah she's tiny it, she looks like i'm not saying that she does this but she looks like you're a run-of-the-mill girl who d likes likes her uh her uh Snowman, you know, she likes to run a few rails every once in a while. That's, Whoa! No, that's what she looks like. 
I just think she's a tiny petite girl. She looks it on the no, show. Wait, she is just overly thin. She looks real thin on the show, but when we saw her out there yesterday, she looked just like thinner than anybody I've ever seen in my life. You know what I think when I look at chicks like that? I think she can take it. And what I when take it, I mean a lot. Because you always it's always real weird. We're like, <coughs> sorry. <clears throat> Again, it's the bronchitis, and I just broke the microphone. Here. It's one of those things where um, these tiny girls seriously appear like they can take a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a lot of meat can easily, is this mic on over here? Yep. They can easily, you know, they need a bigger guy to be able to satisfy their needs. I don't know if you've ever found that with really small girls, but it seems like they tend to be <clears throat> kind of big. Um, what was the ratio? It seemed fairly even, to be honest with you. It seemed like there were, you know, a pretty even amount. Um, there were a few, was, uh, I don't want to say it was sad, but there were kind of like some some grandma-looking ladies. Really? I saw this one chick, man. She had this low-cut shirt. You could see chest hair. I'm not even lying. You Ugh. could see, like, these little black pube-like chest hairs. I'm thinking, aren't you going to shave this before you go to Singles in the City and try to meet... You know, your next loved one or anything like that. So this Brad and Cameron from the real world were there. And I was being a real dick and being real loud and obnoxious. And I'm just thinking the whole time, what is it like? Like, if I talked to them and I didn't talk to them, but I'm just thinking the whole time. Thank you, Dubs. What is it like to be famous for having absolutely no appreciable talent? For having no talent that somebody could specifically point to and say, you know, either you're gifted uh, you're a gifted orator, or you're a gifted singer. Like we saw Jerry Rice out there. Yeah. By the way, he's not nearly as big as you would think he is. No, he, he is. He's what I thought he would be because I, I figured I'd probably be taller than him. You were, weren't you? No, he was a little bit taller than me. He's probably just taller than me. He didn't seem it. He just and he actually, he looked like any average schmo out there too, except mm -hmm. for the fact that he was walking around with a bunch of hot ladies. Yeah. I walked right by him. I didn't even notice him. I'm thinking, all right. Yeah, I, I had to go. Hey, Jerry Rice. Yeah. Uh -huh. I just see this brother walking out of the PGC room. I don't, you know. Oh, I want to say just a quick thing about PGC. They, uh, I was walking by like be before the place started to fill up, and they were broadcasting live from there. I've never heard a station yell that much. They were just yelling, "You got to get down here into the download bungalow." That's what they're calling it. I think the uh, the their room was called the uh, the download bungalow. Bungalow, yeah. I, I was like. Can anybody understand you? You're just screaming. Then you're screaming to another guy, hey, get over here. Get over here. And they, they, they bring some random over to talk. I, I'm like, what's going on over here? All right, I've lived in Dallas, Detroit, and now D.C., so I think I've listened to my fair share of great urban radio stations. I mean, in Dallas, yeah. you got K104. Detroit, you got uh, 97.9. Uh, you got a, a 105 Jams. And then here you got, um, you know, PGC and I guess the other one, Kiss. Okay, well, yes, yeah. And have you ever noticed that late night, like especially the Friday and Saturday night shows, in fact, you, know, you can switch it over and then come back. I'm sure you will. But that's like they're playing music and they're live at a club. But yeah. the whole time they're live at the club, they're just shouting yeah. and like singing along to the song. Yep. And shout like, come here, come here. Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? And they don't even give the mic to the girl. They're just sitting there having the conversation without with the without the girl going over the air. They're having the one. You're, all you're hearing over the air is a one-sided conversation. And I'll say this though, it's a ratings winner. 
because all of the stations that I've mentioned, I think, are number one in the market. It's crazy, though. I, I, do you want to do that next week at Tequila Beach? Do you want to see if we can just get some DJ to throw out a couple of jams and we're just yelling one-sided to each other? While well, people I don't want to do it the whole time. But <laughs> Yeah, we'll do it maybe in the 10 o'clock hour late at night when yeah, we're already, we'll do that. we got a few drinks in us. And it'll sound like it's PGC or something. That'd be great. And we're just doing, hey, baby, how's it going? Shaking it. And then, and then it's always that stupid same song. Shake that thing, baby. Shake that thing. You're shaking it, aren't you? Shake that thing. Oh, baby, I can't believe you thing. just said that. What'd you say? Thing, baby, shake that thing. And then just yell, yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah, girl. Thing, I can't baby, believe you said that. that oh, my God. And We're shaking it. And it's a, all right, you should, shaking it. All right, they don't sound like that, white boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they got that same, like, bad house music in the back of the... And so it's so funny because we're sitting there, and we see the guy with the mic, like, doing this whole rap. Yeah. And it's sad because he's doing almost like a step and fetch kind of thing, a shuck and jive, and it's just like... Wait, 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 wait. Is that racist? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. That, that's what I'm talking about. It's a very, I don't know... Very it, it, uh, stereotypical? Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, come on, man, you don't need to... Take yourself to that. You don't have to yell at us. And then all the thing you got to walk by to go to the restroom. Not say that I hate that state. In fact, I like it, you know. But it's just so weird to see. And the other thing, too, is that maybe when you're in the club, it looks good. But you're out in the hall. Yeah. And it's, like, all lit up. And it was so funny. How many times, and, again, this kind of goes back to being, you know, our wanting to be a black guy, or at least mine. And how many times did you see some brothers try to approach the middle-aged white ladies and I swear, at least three times, I saw the white ladies run away. Well, are you serious? I like, mean, a guy, like, that. came up and, like, maybe, you know, tapped her on the shoulder and wanted to get a conversation going. And she, like, jumped. <laughs> and she, like, starts, you know, and she's like, ugh, and, like, walks away. And I felt bad for this brother because he's just, you know. He's, he's just trying to, he's a single to the city. Yeah, yeah, trying to start up a conversation. And this, <sighs> and this lady's like, oh, my, you know, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Let me let me get out of here. And then she... I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. And then she <laughs> takes a look back like, oh, like you even got a shot. And then then she checks to see if her purse is still there. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, boy. And it was Jerry Rice. And that's the worst thing. It was I... Jerry Li Rice? That you no, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a big brother, man. Hey, it was just so... It was such an interesting little crowd. Did Jerry Rice have any white chicks? Oh, he, he was around he, a bunch of sisters, actually, from I, what I saw. I saw every chick around him. I didn't see one chick. Right. And I knew uh, our... That's the guy I don't get mad at. He's got a talent. This is Brad and Cameron. Our, uh, our real world. Come on. Our sales uh, people, they were just giddy around him. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're giddy around Sterling John. I think they're giddy around anybody that they can call the name out of anywhere. But us. Yeah. Can you bring the banners in? I wish Matt Albert would have been able to get in there. In two years, we're taking him to singles in the city. Could he not get in there at all? Were they? It was only 21 and Yeah, up? you got to be 21 and up. Oh, okay. And we had the VIP passes. You know, we're throwing it back. Saw our buddy Cheese Face out there. Yeah. Saw a few of our listeners out there. So was... He gave me some presents, too. I know. Dubs was lit by the time I got there. I want to thank him. And it just wasn't the Heineken, too. Yeah. Dubs had some other extracurriculars no. going on. I didn't have any extracurriculars going on. <laughs> Rum? That's not extracurricular to you? That's alcohol. That's more than just Heineken. That's more than I'm doing. I like to keep it normal. like to, to have a few uh, beers here and there. What else did I want to bring up in the singles in the city? I was just very impressed by the crowd. You know, and I want to say that next year, you know, if they do it again, we kind of, I think, especially this station, we really... 
pimped it like we were goofing. You know what I mean? And I kind of think if we did it unfair, because you know it wasn't it wasn't like that. It wasn't anything. There were a few losers. There were a few people that you would goof on, but for the most part, the crowd didn't look that bad. The one thing that sucked though was this Ginny James oh, or God. Jenna James. I think it's Jenny James, and she's this month in Playboy. Mm, just a, I don't want to give her that plug. Then look at her. You know, just a bitch. Yeah, you, you, she came over. We were, like, really cool. Actually, we weren't that cool when she first came over. We weren't going to give up one of our seats for her. Right. <laughs> like, pull up your own chair, bitch. Yeah, not interested. Was she hot? Yeah, I mean, she's a no, Playboy. You know what? I mean, I mean for, she she's your textbook girl you'll see in Playboy. Yeah. Nothing, had, nothing over the top. She had a tan. She had the streaks in her hair. Big, fake boobs. I mean, she was just... And that's the other thing about being a chick, too. There's no excuse nowadays for you not to look like that. I mean, honestly, even if you've got a butterface and you're somewhat small, if you get a tan, put them blonde streaks and breast implants, you can be hot. What pissed me off about her, you know, we were all sitting there trying to be cool, and she's talking to some just loser who's just, you know, who actually knows about her. And the only way he knows about her is because he's, you know, pulled it a few times. And... I'm like, and she sits back down after the guy leaves. I'm like, wow, you have to meet some interesting people going out. You know, I wasn't trying to make it like, you know, you got to meet a bunch of losers. Mm -hmm. And she looks at me like, yeah, I'm like, like looking at me like I'm one of the losers. <laughs> I didn't I, know she did that. I don't know if she heard me or not. Maybe this is why she got a real attitude with me later. Under my breath, I'm like, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yelling. Hey, come meet Jenna James. Yeah, you're just you're just yelling like at the top of your lungs. Hey, did you see Jenna James over here? Jenna James is here, man. She's sitting there. Nobody's paying attention to her, and you know she's not used to that. She's sitting at our table at the autograph booth. Nobody is coming up to us except for the people that think we're the sports junkies. And so, hey, it's Jenna James. And then and then later on, I found out she's like. Hi, my name's Ginny James. And she said that to the first person that came up. And I whispered over her dubs. I was like, dude, have I been yelling Ginny James the whole time? He was like, yeah. And I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever done. Because I didn't know who this C word was. Ever. And who I felt bad for you being kind of uh, unruly to? Mm -hmm. Miss Virginia. You acted like a dick to her. I was. So Miss Virginia And she was just being nothing but nice to us. Miss actually being she actually came over to talk to us and say hi and everything. Miss Virginia who by the way isn't that hot. I thought she was pretty cute. I don't know. She was very average looking to me. She comes up and she's she's like, What are you doing to the sports junkies photos? I know so and so. And I was like, Who? And she, and she like used their real name. Yeah, and I was like, Who is that? And then she gave me the radio name and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. She's like, this one right there. I'm like, so? What do you want? What, are you proud of yourself? Yeah, he was just being a total dick to her. Normally, what you have done is go, oh, cool, you know? Right. And let her, let her, you know, kind of have her moment in the sun that she wanted right How now. many times do you get to yell at a Playboy playmate and get to yell at Miss Virginia in one night? For that, that Singles in the City was worth it. Right? I, I think that, you know, yelling at the playmate was totally, you know, I think that's justified. Mm -hmm. But... I don't think yelling at Miss Virginia like you did was was a was a nice thing because she was actually trying to be really nice to us. I just hate hot chicks. Well, let me do this and then we'll get to mandatory manson. Oh, by the way, just have the legal ID ready to go. Okay. So the thing that I hate about really hot chicks, I mean, like Miss Virginia and 
this Jenna James or whoever she is, is the fact that they have all this attitude. And you know, especially for like Jenna James, um, you know, or Jenny or whatever her name is, you know, Ori Horton, that she's like 23, 24, 25, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's acting like she's all that, but you know, she's from Towson. You know, and it's like, you know you had to get the fake tan streaks and boobs because there's no hot stuff coming out of Towson. So she's she's doing this whole this whole thing where she's like, you know, I'm this and I'm that. And I'm just thinking to myself, in three years, you're going to be doing regular porn. In three years from now, you'll be doing regular porn. In seven years, you're going to be on some website making love to a dog. And I guarantee you in ten years... You'll be lucky if you're an assistant manager at some dive strip bar in Towson. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking she's there with her hot friends and looking all hot and great and stuff. Yeah. But in the back of my my mind, I'm just thinking, you know what? You are going to fall apart. And nobody's going to want to talk to you. And no one will care when you do. Nobody's going to care. Everybody loves you while you're hot. And once you fall apart, no one's going to give a damn. Exactly. And I was just thinking. How does it feel? It made me feel great just to know at some point... Probably gonna die of an overdose, and this is alleged. I don't even know if she does anything, but it's just gonna be a great day to just see some hot. There's nothing better than seeing some chick who used to be hot all ragged out. I was I was just thinking about how I could push her downstairs without anybody seeing me. That was the whole thing. We even asked her if we could, didn't we? Yeah. It was. We were like, can we push you down some stairs? You're not doing anything. She wasn't signing any autograph. Right. That was singles in the city. We will no longer be oppressed. L F A's hideout by the police state mentality. 106.7. Infinity Broadcasting, WJFK FM, Manassas, Washington, D.C. Here it is, mandatory Marilyn Manson. Since we don't have anybody on this Valentine's Day, I'd like to put a lady together. Take little pieces here and there. Most important thing to me, J Dubs, the mind. Gotta have a lovely lady I can talk to with a great mind. Marilyn Manson tonight, sort of a love song. Tourniquet from Antichrist Superstar, 106.7, WJFK.
gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbangs. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the hideout. Uh, El Jefe and J-Dubs are with you. Uh, reminding you, a week from tonight, Mardi Gras party at Tequila Beach. I promise we'll have more energy. I hope I'll be feeling better because I'll be on the antibiotics a little bit longer. I feel great tonight. You do? I I've feel like a fun. million bucks. I've had fun. I don't feel quite as good as I did last night. I think I'm paying for the five Heinekens and the antibiotics. Yesterday I was on top of I was walking out of singles in the city. This is great. You guys are going to have a blast. Yeah, you're yelling at everybody in line for singles in the city. You guys are going to love this. This is the greatest effing thing ever. Uh, I had to be positive. They paid a lot of money. Um, 202-939-LIME. That is for Tequila Beach. Getting the info. Corner of 12th and F Street, Metro Center, Metro Stop in downtown D.C. or D.C. Northwest. So, um, here's the thing I want to do right now, Dubs. I got a little... I, I, um, on Thursday... Oh, go ahead and hit record, and then we'll start recording it. There's one in there. Is there? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so Thursday, I'm out in uh, Annapolis because I had to run some errands. I had to um, take some people to do some things, you know what yeah. I mean, some, some doctors-type issues. So I dropped somebody off, and I went around. And I like I like going to the Annapolis Mall, their Westfield Mall or whatever it is. I think you got to hit play, too, once it's all set up. So anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm out at this Annapolis Mall, and I'm in a record store, and I find this record. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to buy this. This is really, really fun. You finally bought Clay Aiken. Not quite. I want to do a name this tune. And so, in fact, we'll give out some hideout passes. If you can name this, 1-800, uh, what is our phone number? 636-1067 or local lines 202-432-1067. I'm really, really out of it. <laughs> yeah, you, you've, you've recited those numbers how many times? I've forgotten the phone numbers already. Um, first of all, let's go to Olivia. Olivia, welcome back into the hideout, sweetie. Hi, how are you, Happy? Olivia, one of the beautiful ladies from Good Guys who was in last weekend to celebrate our birthday with us. Uh, if you recall, J-Dubs, Olivia was the one with, uh, she's Todd's girlfriend oh. from Rev. And she just hung up on us. And she hung up on us. Well, strippers don't know how to operate phones. We'll <laughs> talk to Olivia in just a second. Hey, go ahead and play this. If you can guess, if you can name this tune, you win a hideout pass for you and your friends, Tequila Beach, to hang out with us for the big Marty party, uh, Mardi Gras party next weekend. Go ahead and hit it. I'll give you a little hint, all right? I hope it gets better than this. It's a string quartet, all right? It's a string quartet doing a tribute. Turn it up a little bit. Problems. In fact, I'll tell you this if you can name the artist, 800 636, the original artist, the original artist that does this, a string quartet tribute. Just think about, think about the show a little bit. 
have any clue at all? It's not Manson, is it? We're all stars now. In the dope show. <laughs> Alright, I tell you what, get these people, have them hold on. I got a couple more and see if they can identify any of these. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Yeah, go to, go to track four. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen, Jado. Alright, if you can name this one right here. Hey, Olivia, hold on for two seconds, okay? Alright. Hold on. <clears throat> hit up the, hit up the phone line, see if you can name this Manson tune. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I know this one. Try John one more time. All right, John, what is that? Is that Marilyn Manson, Beautiful People? That's it, Marilyn Manson, The Beautiful People. Congratulations. We'll see you in a week at Tequila Beach. Hold on. Turn it up. I want to sing real quick. Can't smell your own ass on your knees. This is beautiful. I don't like it. Hate every mother effer that's in your way. Hey, you, what do you see? You like that? No. Seriously? I hate it. Why? Absolutely hate it. It's, it's stupid. This is the coolest thing that, honestly, I think I've ever heard. I saw I it. Can, like, I, I have to have this. I cannot imagine driving down the road in this. Uh, listen to this. You don't feel a little bit more sophisticated? No. Why? Why or, would I? All right, let's try one more. Put it on track three. Now, this one isn't exactly a hit for those of you that are Marilyn Manson fans, but if you if you like him, you're going to know the song, okay? You don't like this? No. I think this is the coolest thing ever. You're a music fan. Sideshow, you like it? I like the beginning parts, the scratches and stuff. I think that's kind of cool. I, I just think it... I, I don't know. Once it gets going, I get really annoyed. Yeah, I wouldn't pump this in my car. Why would you want to... If you have the original CD, why would you want to listen to this? I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to hear all things, Manson. It's not Manson, though. David, can you name that tune? I can't name the tune, but I can probably name the performer. We already named the performer <laughs> five times. <laughs> we already did that. Thank you, though. Um, if you know this one, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Call up. In the meantime, we'll talk to our favorite baby, uh, Olivia. 
So are you in for next Saturday night, Tequila Beach in downtown D.C.? Yes, me and all the girls from uh, Good Guys I Can Round Up and the little boys from F9. That's so cool. Uh, goodguysclub.com. In fact, I was on that website so much this week. I just, I'm, <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I'm so disappointed. You're not even on there, Olivia. Uh, they asked me to take my picture again, but um, you know, I'm too famous now that I'm worried You know, people might be stalking me or something. I saw Nikki, though. Nikki's on there. She's the one with the pasty skin and the black hair. Yeah. And she looks great in those pants. She's so beautiful. She's got beautiful girl. I mean, her, Definitely uh, Betty Page looking. Her jugs are huge. She's, she's like, she's like bent over and it's like hanging, you know, and everything's just there to be grasped. And <laughs> she's gonna, is yeah, she gonna be there? She's gonna be there with us. Uh, Brooke, Brooke's gonna be there. Uh, oh, Brooke's gonna be there. Brooke met our uh, assistant business manager the other night. But, yeah, uh, Timmy, I was telling you, oh, yeah, you yeah, met Timmy. Yeah, Timmy. So, yeah, you and the girls are all gonna be out there, huh? Mardi Gras. Now, is there, is there any chance we're gonna see your boobs? Um, well, it is Mardi Gras. <laughs> it's so true. It is going to be Mardi Gras. Um, and, uh, all right, well, cool, Olivia. You guys, um, you guys want to perform or anything for us while we're out there? Um, we could totally see what we can get, uh, you know, what we can get going. Whatever we're allowed to do, we'll do. I want to, I want to see if maybe we can act out a scene Please or something. Please allow farm sex. <laughs> <laughs> we have that inflatable cow. I don't think we won't bring that out. Um, I'd like an, an inflatable cow. Yeah, we. I'm down. Our, 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 our buddy from uh, from uh, com sent us an inflatable cow, and so I think we should take the inflatable cow along out there with the, with the, the big vandal. Thing, the funniest thing about the inflatable cow, it actually moves. Mm -hmm. Like if you if you're moving it violently, it starts moving. Well, I, and a Bateman brings up, can we do amateur lap dances? I but doubt I, that. I, I don't think we'd be able to do that. It, it's a I get in trouble for that. But dancing on the bar, they let us. We'll, we'll we'll totally we'll totally have fun. Well, we have a stage set up. The Idaho will have its own little stage, so I'm sure that at some point we could get you girls at least to dance for us. Because I right. I'm not gonna mind. Yeah, really? Are you sure? Because you mind the last time. Yeah, last time, but it, I think because the, the crowd's going to come out and they're going to want to see me put on a show. <laughs> so, I, what I mean, what, what kind of show is it if you just sitting there getting a lab dance? Yeah. Um, goodguysclub.com, rev9music.com. And Matt Albert, we're still trying to work out the Matt Albert situation. I, wa <laughs> I want him out there, but he can't get in because he's not 21 years old. I wanted to set something up where he would be set up outside and we could check in with him from outside. I just yeah, that would be good because then he can keep calling on the radio. Yeah, and I want I want to see if we can work it out logistically. I just don't know if we're going to have those kind of capabilities. We should have the capabilities. It's going to be, I think, a lot weather dependent because if it's raining out there, there's no way we can have him. Yeah, you know, he and Alexis want to get set up out there. But uh, and by the way, I went out with Olivia. Oh, she's such a fun girl. We went out. Yeah, we went out to Whitlow. I was telling you about this. Yeah. We went to Whitlow's over in uh, Arlington, and she was just so. She's like Good. she's like the hot chick that hangs out with all the guys, and so she's kind of guyish in that she's cool, you know what I mean? And she's right. willing to just hang out and do stuff, and she's like working it there, and you know she's got a whole thing going on. She's like yeah. cutting people's like you know going with scissors to try to cut people's members off and stuff. What? Just being a cool chick, you know the way yeah, cool chicks do it. That, that's what cool chicks do: <laughs> cut members. All right, Olivia, we'll see you next Saturday night, baby. See you there. All right, check you later. There it is, man. I'm looking forward to that. We have so much fun. Our buddy Noodle stopped by. I guess Noodle's had some stuff that he wanted to do, and we haven't checked in with him for a while. 
We'll bring him in. There are a couple other things I think we wanted to get to as well. There's so much to get to, but in the middle of all this sickness that I'm in with this bronchitis and stuff, I feel, I feel like I've just been rambling a little bit. Well, here's the thing. You usually have a strict regiment to the show, what you want to go by. When you are out of your thing, it's the treehouse, baby, and the treehouse takes over, anything goes. All right, I don't want to say it's in the treehouse, because I think we've done a good show tonight. <laughs> I don't want to by any means. Well, this is... The Treehouse that everybody heard before wasn't the best showing of the Treehouse. Tonight's the best showing of the Treehouse. <laughs> Don't even call this the Treehouse. There's no... Please, ladies and gentlemen, tell me this has not been the Treehouse. Treehouse what? I know I've been under the weather. Treehouse what? We didn't go music intensive. It couldn't be the Treehouse. Well, luckily, because if all we had was that uh, Marilyn Manson orchestra crap... Did anyone figure that out? Play that one more time. No! Come on. I want it, I want people, I'm giving out a hideout pass to come check out the gig next Saturday night. Give it up to Ninth Caller instead. No. <laughs> just play this. I just want to see if people know this. Hey, this time, dude, let's go ahead and do the full break, and then we'll come back and do our, um, our, our, our situation. Who's Amelia? Who is this? Hey, turn that down for a second. You just keep it down low in the background. Amelia, hey, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys, you get me through my night. Yeah? Man, I'm working. Where are you? Say what? Where are you? What do you, what do, you do for a living? I'm a security officer. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> Number one with pizza delivery, security guards. And, and high schoolers. Uh, and high schoolers. That's the hideout. If you want to reach this demographic, contact Julie Fullman at WJFK. Well, during the, not, you know, during the day, I'm a massage therapist. Really? Are you a rub and tugger, or are you just straight up massage? Straight up massage. Uh, that's no good. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever um, helped help the guy get to that extra level for uh, Ulysses S. Grant? <laughs> Hello? What happened to him? I'm saying that's a yes. All right, we'll move on to the next question then, Amelia. <laughs> oh, she's cutting out on the phone. What are you calling us on the security guard walkie-talkie? I can't. No, I keep it cell phone. Let me go outside. What are you supposed to be guarding? <laughs> Apartment complex. Oh, really? <laughs> that is the worst job. You think so? doing the uh, especially uh, when uh, when I used to live in East Lansing. We lived in the college town area and. Uh, the roommate we had was um, was the resident manager of the place, and she would have to uh, w do uh, grounds once a month. And when she did it, she had to walk around with one of the security guards from the place. And what they would end up doing is just coming back up to the apartment, watching TV, drinking, doing whatever. But, like, I've never met as many sad sacks as the ones that came up, the security guards that came up with her, because they were just so depressed working there where all these college kids are just partying all the time and they have to be the ones to bust the party. So how much do you get paid being a security guard? Oh, it's a, it's a fat $10 an hour. God damn, can you believe she makes as much as we do? I just want I want you to know that, honey. You make as much as uh, WJFK radio stars. $10 yeah, you an... See, all night in the cold, I get snowed on, I get rained on. Are you are you um are you an imposing lady? What, what color is the rain? Say what? What color is the rain? Yellow. Um, basically, <laughs> yeah, that's after the Mexican massage. Mexican parties everywhere. What? Mexican parties? Yeah, man, they're all partying all the time. 
Hey, well, you know. Tuesday night, two in the morning. We're joyous people. We work hard. <laughs> we like to we like to party a little bit. Are you an imposing lady? Uh, yeah, I think so. You big? Sort of, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're a big girl. What's wrong with that? You got a, you got you know big hands to massage real well. You're guarding that security complex or that you know that apartment complex. Uh huh. Any chance you'll go out with our boy Matt court. Albert? No. Are you seeing big boy already? Oh, you're seeing somebody? Yeah. What's the what? You can't even you couldn't even get Valentine's Day off to hang out with your boy? No. <laughs> I hooked him up before I left. Did you? Oh yeah. How'd you take care of him? What'd you do to him? Oh man, oral, you know. Nice. Knuckle hey. drag him? No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What'd you say? Well, she's, a big, she's a big, she's a big girl. She probably has some furry knuckles that can, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Rash her up a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm just giddy. I'm giddy for being so sick. Um, what part of town are you working in? Say what? What part of town do you use your apartment complex? Oh, Alexandria, Arlington. Oh, she's not even guarding anything. It's not even like you're in the ghetto or anything. You're you guarding know, it from all the white people. I'm next to Fairfax, Fairfax Inova Hospital or something like that. Hmm. Can we come out and say hi to you? If you want to. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen as a security guard? Uh, Have you busted anybody? If I saw a chick security guard, no offense, I'd just laugh. Like, what are you going like, to do? Uh-oh, put that, put that uh, light, flashlight away. You know, is well, that... I'm bad, I'm bad. I, you know, I tell them, you know, you don't want to talk to me, you can talk to cops, whatever. Is that your tampon? Is that a nightstick? <laughs> I'm sure yeah, they're people, both the same people size. People are in their cars tonight, man. Really? Don't knock on a window and ask if they'll talk to us. <laughs> hey, don't have any right now. We want we want you to put we want to put you on the. Do you, do you have to bust them when they're doing that? Or you yeah. just let them go about their business? Have you ever been busted having sex in a, in a car dump? No, I did. All right, there's this one. I, there was this one time, and um, I, I, wait, you have two? Yeah. Like, what happened with you, Amelia? What was that, oh conversion van? Oh, man. What'd you say? Potomac Mills Mall. Rundle Mills Mall? Potomac Mills Mall. Wow. And you were in, was it night or was it daylight? I was day. You were in the middle of the day and you're sitting there having sex at a mall. Yeah. I like this classy. Classy yeah. girl. When you got to, you got to. Well, I'm sitting here. I'm, uh, here's the thing. You know, I was performing oral in a car on a check. Mm-hmm. And the cop comes up. And so I could see the lights at first, and I was like, holy jeez, I'm popping up, you know what I mean? <laughs> looking, looking like a glazed donut. Wiping off, you know? And so he, he taps on the window, he's like, uh, is everything okay here? You it know? was. And she had a look of ecstasy in her face, but you know, that look of ecstasy, you don't know whether or not she's crying or in ecstasy, you know? Or nor do you care. <laughs> so, so, so we were like... Yeah, everything's cool. And I didn't know what to say, so I'm like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of a tough time. We're breaking up right now. And so he asked, are you okay? And he was talking to the chick, you know, if you know, I'm hitting her or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so he's like, are you okay, That'd man? That'd be great if she was spun it and, like, you were beating her ass, you know? No, it wouldn't have been. And so, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I swear I'm fine. Everything's okay. And he's like, are you sure? And we're like, yeah, man, it's cool. We're all good. You know, we'll, we'll go to Burger King and break up. It's so big. <laughs> so and I got I was scared, man, because you're in high school, you know, you just got done performing oral, and then at the same time I never got mine, you know. So I'm like, goddamn cop, 
<laughs> no. Sorry. No, we didn't get that. I should know better than that. I listen to you guys all the time. All right, Amelia. Well, thank you, sweetie. Can I get some passes? I'm off next Saturday. Come yes. On. Yes. Amelia, congratulations. We will see you next Saturday night, you and your big boyfriend at uh, Tequila Beach in downtown D.C. I'll say hi. All right, sweetie. Yeah, you damn well you say hi. Hold on, all right? We gave you free right. tickets. Wow. Took that lady up. Can you imagine that? I think I think we should also hook her up with some of those uh, cheeseburgers that uh, noodles gave noodles brought in. All right, she can't hear us now because she's um, talking to Bateman. Can you imagine dating a female security guard? The only other one we ever saw was the one that was going to bang Matt Albert. Oh, she was a security guard too? Yeah, that's what she wow. to us. She called in. She was a security guard. And nothing against female security guards, but you just know. They're either... They're not hot. No. There's no way that a that a female security guard is hot. I'm willing to say this. No way. I'm willing to bet I, you will never, ever, ever meet a chick that is hot that works as a security guard or works in a toll booth. All right. She's not on the phone anymore. She's right here now. Security guard chicks are hot because they're they're beautiful. They're strapping and they're secure themselves. <laughs> that, that's the name of security guard. You know, yeah, they're beautiful. We're gonna take wonderful women. <laughs> taking a break. We're coming back, wrapping out the sick edition of the hideout. I'll even say salt of the earth. <laughs> it's it's after this coming down the home stretch. And beautiful. Okay. Beautiful hideouts featuring LFA and J Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to fork the a hole right out of you. The hideouts. LFA. The most important Latino broadcaster ever. Got a big dude. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man, get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. LFA. Oh, the, the bank account. One of the above. Or big. <laughs> I think it's a big that gets the most. J Dubs. Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off the internet porn tonight, then the terrorists have truly won. And welcome back into the hideout. Saturday night coming down the home stretch. Um, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I want to say what's up to all of our... Uh, our brothers that have been uh, IMing us on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. I want to thank everybody, too, for kind of hanging with us on this Valentine's Day. Because, uh, you know, I've been a little sick. I've been under the weather. I want to thank Dubs for being in here and helping me out a little bit. What's up? I think I have found the coolest thing I've ever seen in a porn mag. As you it's look a, at this Fox magazine? Yeah, it's, a, uh, it's just a big two-page ad of a chick with a target at her place and her mouth. Wow, and so, you so got, it's you, like playing darts with your baby gravy. It's a, it's a, you know, if I don't if I don't take this home and hit a hundred, then the terrorists have truly won. <laughs> Holy, whoa, what a that, she's, I would she's just, opened up for you. I would describe that as gaping, <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. You know, it's an easy target. What if we play darts with this next week at Tequila Beach in a live show? You think they'd care if we did? I anything? think we have to ask whoever owns that magazine. Oh, where did you get this from? Call screen. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. This is Joe's. <laughs> you got Joe Ardner's, uh, Ardner's uh, batch rag there, or batch mag. I think I can just make my own thing. I don't think. I don't honestly. Maybe we can do that with the girls from Good Guys. What, put targets on them? <laughs> what if we did that? What if we just drew targets on them? And throw, like, mayonnaise. Plastic nuts at them. <laughs> or mayonnaise. Try to hit them on the chin. Exactly. 
Well, <coughs> I want to say hello to a good buddy of ours. Noodles, welcome back into the hideout, buddy. How you doing, man? What's up, guys? Good How you doing? You. Noodles is a um, high school age friend of ours who uh, comes in occasionally. He set up a, the, the very first website for the hideout a long time ago. And I chat with him occasionally on this AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. How you been, man? What's going on? What, what are you stopping by on this Valentine's Day? Shouldn't you be out working <laughs> it, getting some honeys or something? Well, you know, I, uh, I almost did, but... Asked too late. She's going with her cousin tonight. I was like, what? You got a chick? Nah, but um, I was pretty close. Just uh, so asked why? her too late. I was pretty I was pretty close to having somebody to go out with tonight, but... She went out with her cousin too... instead? Yeah. You that real... means you were nowhere no. near close that means to going you have out no with shot. Her. I, I didn't ask her until last night, so... What are you doing waiting so long? I just didn't have a chance to talk to her, I mean, you know. So what's going on? Who are all these people you brought in? All right, all right. Where's Owen? This is Owen. Or bubbles, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, whatever. This is Special K. You remember her? Yes, yeah. I remember Special K. And <laughs> this is Jimmy. And Jimmy, very yeah. talkative group. So, what are you guys like a little gang or something or what? Yeah, we're we're a special gang. Shakas. Um, what are y'all like a band or something like that? Well, we're we're a band. All right. Hey, I remember last time you were in here talking. One of your bandmates had a mom that was in porn. Yeah. yeah. Are they here? Is it one of these guys? Oh, it's unfortunate, but um, is any, not, not really we, at liberty to talk about that. Do we have a, we have no inroads with that then? Not not as we not not right now. No chance of coming on the hideout and talking about what that's about because you forget about that man. You forget about these chicks if they end up living and not dying of some sexually transmitted disease. They to go they uh, go on to be, become mothers. So does anybody have like any of her old tapes? Do we know, dude? He found one of the tapes online. Online? And he watched it. He didn't realize it was his mom. Oh, that, that doesn't even seem real. I mean, just just imagine that, looking at it. Hey, this is pretty awesome. Oh, that's my mom. I mean, I could, I don't know. What, what was the name of the uh, video? If, yeah, what's if the website? I don't remember the video, but... Um, How could you come in her here? Stage name, her stage name is Lacey. Lacey what? I, I He has not told anybody. Chasey Lane? Yeah, we should get him. What is? Yeah, I need to find this stuff out, man. I asked you about this last time you were in here, two months ago. I tried. No, I'm you didn't. In. I'm no, you working. didn't. I asked you to get all this together, and you haven't come through yet. What did you come, come through? What did you bring in for us? Well, we got the. Well, you want to talk about it? Oh, we got a twenty-five. No, wait. Twenty. Twenty now. <laughs> Junior bacon cheeseburgers Ooh, and a whole bunch of great biggie fries. Is awesome. There, Hand is it there mayo on that stuff? Yeah. Damn it! I get, I get <laughs> have mayo. There's no, you don't get all the fries. Just, I get all the fries. Just swipe it off. No, dude, don't be that way. You get all the burgers, I get all the fries. I was just wondering where they found the big bag, you know? I've never seen a bag that big at Wendy's. That's great. Like, we rolled up to, like, Wendy's, and we were just like, yeah, we want 25 Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers and uh, 12 fries. And she was like, wait, how many? <laughs> so like, you guys get all this money. Y'all got jobs? You got any jobs? Like, no, Mike works the street. Yeah, <laughs> There's not even any meat on this. Yeah, I was out in the corner. Well, yeah, we were like really sloppy. They made like. Yeah, they just threw them together. So uh, yeah, one wrapper. I'm gonna have to three. sue them after this. Where's the? We got three wrappers on it. Yeah, we're. Give me some fries. We're gonna have to take. No, them you got 25 burgers. Give me one thing of fries, just because you have this thing. Because your uncle's of fries, you have 25 burgers. Because your wins. uncle did something to you, and you hate mayo. You get two fries. <laughs> you get two fries. I wonder them. what it was. <laughs> Dub says this really weird thing about mayonnaise. I don't like them. What? 
What if I did this? Could what if just I just be the look and consistency you? of it? What would you do? You would get punched in the face. <laughs> what if I touched you with it? You would get punched in the face. Seriously, yeah. you would punch me in the face if I put mayonnaise punch on you. Punch you in the face. Why would you do that? Do it. Because I already told you. I, I warned you. No, but no, but seriously, I don't understand what the thing is about mayonnaise. Look at that. Look at it. Just look at it. You're gonna get punched. Just sniff it. You're gonna get punched. Nick and I don't understand. Mayonnaise. Sideshow. Have you ever seen anybody with such a hang-up about mayonnaise? I have not. No. In fact, I remember one time we were in Michigan, and we went to a Burger King, and Dubs almost started crying. When we got back to the radio station, I never almost started crying because the burger had mayonnaise. I was like, "Dude, just oh, eat pissed. it." He's like, "No, I can't have mayonnaise. No, I'm allergic to it." Are you genuine? Would you hive up? I probably would. It's probably a mental thing, but I probably would. It's probably psychological. Well, of course, yeah, if I'm saying. Cool to see a guy get you know. What happened to you? <laughs> why do you always? Are you tired? Is that why you're trying to analyze me for the last ten minutes? No. Right, I'm sorry. You do, you've done this five times. This, this is this is this is not a replay, ladies and gentlemen. This show is live, and this is because you've never given me an answer. Dubs, you are one of my best buds, and I only know of a couple things that really freak you out, and maybe only one, and that is mayonnaise. And you honestly get upset. I could talk trash about your chick, and you wouldn't get this upset. I could sit here and say the dirtiest things about your chick, and you'd laugh or you'd be like, hey, whatever, that's not cool. But if I was threatening to put mayonnaise on your body, you threatened to hit me, and I know you would hit me. Exactly. So why do you keep on talking about it? You wanna, want to get punched? I want Are you looking for it? I want to know what the root of this is. I just want to enjoy some fries. I want to know why it is you're so skeeved out by mayonnaise. <laughs> Can you just accept it for what it is? Hey, what if we put mayonnaise on your chick? Yeah. No, nah, he wouldn't touch her. I'd throw her <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> He'd throw her out. What do you, what do you think about that, Sideshow? I mean, I mean, I think I think it's more I than think obvious. Respect where I'm coming from. I don't like something, so don't run with it. And you see how pissed off he genuinely. Yeah. You rarely see him get pissed off. Yeah, he's a little agitated. But you can see here that he's genuinely upset. No, I, the you, fact. I'm. I wasn't agitated the first five times we brought this up on the air. But this is the fifth goddamn time. I see. He's really mad now. I feel like I can't joke around with him anymore. You can't. Not about that. It's mayonnaise. And you realize, whenever somebody tells you, pardon us, we're talking with our mouths full because we're professional broadcasters. Of course. <laughs> but you realize, it, I mean, whenever somebody says, you don't talk with a mouth full of broken teeth, if you don't. Or somebody says, hey, this is off limits. The thing you want to do most is hear about that, which is off limits. If you just said, it goes back to this. I don't I would, know where it goes back to. I would never bother you about it again. I have no idea where it goes back to. So don't what you do you want me to say? All I can say is I don't like it. Don't you and want I don't to find know, out? No, I don't care to find out. I, I've gotten on this far with not eating mayonnaise. Are you afraid that it's going to bring something up deep within yourself? No, it, it, I'm, 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 I'm afraid it's going to make me throw up. Maybe he's afraid of being aroused by it. Maybe he likes it too much. No, that's not it at all. I don't think uh, the of the thought of it. Because here's the thing. I, have, I used to have this thing about mustard. <laughs> and you're doing your own little show over there. Hold on. I used to have this thing about mustard. Because at one point, I was talking a lot. I was being real loud uh, when I was supposed to be going to bed. And my mom brought in a diaper with mustard in it and made me eat it. Like it was... Made you eat the diaper? No, made me eat the mustard out of the diaper. I didn't know it was mustard at the time. I thought it was baby, you know, poo. Because we had a little cousin or whatever. 
and I hated mustard for a very long time after that. I couldn't stand it because afterwards I found out, but I still associated it with being that thing that was in the diaper that was so scarring. I know the root of that. And I just wonder if you have that same kind of thing, because this is interesting to me, why we have these certain kind of fears. I think it's interesting to you, but that's it. No one cares about my, my obsession with not eating mayonnaise. Anybody in here, raise your hands if you're actually interested in what the issue is. You, you t uh, everybody in the room, the, the Beltway's flipping channels right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, because they know J-Dubs is this guy who can't be faded. You no, cannot... You can't get under J-Dub's skin. J-Dub's is the guy who, whenever we call up in the hideout, he'll call us a whore and he'll make fun of us. I will. But the one time that you got something that you want to find out about J-Dub's, J-Dub's doesn't want to play anymore. J-Dub's threatens violence. J-Dub's wants to punch You're you in the teeth. Right. J-Dub's wants to hit you in the back of the head, give you a neck slap. It's you don't know. Happen. You can't play. I can play. I, you have stuff that I don't bring up about you. But if it was I, stuff... I, I, I do not like man. It's a big deal. It's something, it's something... Wow, this is revolutionary. It's something regarding a little thing that's wacky. That's my only thing. I want to know. God forbid if I want to know my buddy a little bit. You know? When did your uh, friend's mom stop doing porn, Noodles? Um, I believe it was a few years after uh, he was born. Hmm. So he could, he could be the kid of a uh, a rock star or something? It's possible. Or like a porn star or something like that. It's very possible. I always wondered how they don't... I mean, I guess... I wonder if, like, abortions are high if you're, like, a porno star or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm sure they take all kinds of precautions. But you see, whenever the scene's over, they're, like, rubbing stuff mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, making sure... Maybe insurance covers abortions for porno stars. I don't know. Buddy, welcome to the hideout. Yeah, I want to hear about his mayonnaise experience. Awesome. So Buddy wants to hear about this, J-Dubs. Tell him, Buddy. Like I give a good goddamn what Buddy wants. <laughs> buddy, thanks a lot for calling, bro. Yeah, thanks. Ten, at least ten more of us want to know it, too. Yeah, there are ten people that are hanging out and wants to know. We're make, we're we're agenda setters in the in the media. And I'm sorry, the agenda right now is what is J-Dubs hang out? You know, just like the, the media set up the agenda of turning Dean into a complete psycho with that psycho scream. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, Judy Woldriff, she just IM'd me over at weren't, CNN. She wants to know why it is that you you're the a one, mile. Weren't you the one that was being a pussy last night about just wanting to be left alone? Mm-hmm. That's and because I was sick with bronchitis and I walked across D.C. with a 50-pound thing of banners. That's reasonable. I want to know why you don't like mayo. Can you see how psycho you sound because you just don't want to talk about it? I No, I don't see how psycho I sound. It's not. Just taste it. I am going to punch you, I swear to God. If I bite it, will you drop it and never bring it up again? I will never. I will never Give me ever. a goddamn burger. Will you lick it? I will take a bite out of that burger. I, are you going to hit me, though? I'll take a bite out of the burger, I'll swallow it, and you never bring it up again. Is it worth it? What yes. do you think? Oof. Yes, it's worth it. All right, let me get a new one, though. We... I don't want you to get sick. Bring on. Hold on. Let me make sure that there's mayo on it. This is awesome. Why don't you do this next week at the live gig? All right, there's plenty of mayo on that. All right, let me. Do I have to have the the tomato and uh? No, you can take. Yeah, I just want you to have the mayo. All right. But don't wipe off the tomato. He's. All right. He takes everything off, and now you're gonna eat it. Now I'm gonna see what happens to you. You got a mayo-filled burger, and there you're eating it. Do you ever bring it up again? Now, can I ask you oh, real quick? The rest of the burger. After this, do you feel sick? He's a hungry boy. Do you feel sick? No, I just do not like mayo. 
All right, that's all I had. I just wanted to. I'm sorry if, if I'm sorry if I'm upsetting you. I really am. But you got to understand the fascination of this. Who wanted this? Owen does. There you go, Owen. Have, have fun with that. J Dub's had a bite of that. I wouldn't touch it. You're in with a rock. Put that on bro. eBay, Owen. Don't eat it. <laughs> all right. But I can sign it and put it on eBay. All right, guys. Thanks for coming in, you guys. We've got to wrap up the show. Thank you so much All for right. coming in, buddies. Well, thanks for the food. Thanks for causing a fight between J-Dubs and myself. <laughs> we'll see you guys. I'm sorry, man. I didn't I didn't mean to upset you. I didn't mean to upset you, man. Well, it's over now. I bit the... I took a bite out of mayonnaise burger. But that's my whole question. Like, you're not in seizures or in convulsions or anything like that? Just... It disgusts me. For some reason, disgust me. It might be a deeper issue. It might be just because I don't like it. I don't know why. And I don't care to, you know, find out. All right. All right. There it is. I don't want you to be mad at me, though, man. We've got a live gig that we got to do next weekend. I don't want you to be upset with me. Just realize that. Are you not going to talk to me after the show? Are you going to get pissed at me? I won't ever bring it up again after the show is over. But I just uh, wanted... That was the deal, so, yeah. I just wanted to prove the point that nothing bad happened to you. I knew nothing bad would happen to me. I just knew I wouldn't like it. I hate to end the show on such a down note, on such an upset note. But I feel better. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> We're doing a show, man. Hold on a second, all right? Come on. When the noodles get so annoying? Jesus. All right. I'm sorry. What you think? Week from now, doing a live broadcast. Week from now, we'll be wrapping it up. I want to thank everybody who has uh, uh, called in. We'll see you all next Saturday night, Tequila Beach, downtown D.C., corner of 12th and F Street. A lot of games that we didn't get to tonight that we want to end up playing next weekend for you. Uh, you know, it's Mardi Gras party. You know, Mardi Gras party, Tequila Beach. I want to thank everybody who was a, a part of the show this evening. Um, well, I want to thank Singles in the City for having us last night. You know, as much as we told the story about it, I think it was definitely a worthwhile game. Sideshow, thank you to you for engineering the show and making everything happen. And he's going to be helping us out a lot next weekend. Yeah, he's going to be very integral to the show next week, so we appreciate that. Bateman, play Bateman's promo going out of this. I want to make sure that Bateman gets a little run. I don't know if it's in there already or not. Bye, right, Dubs. 12th and F Street, Tequila Beach, next Saturday night. Uh, Mardi Gras party. Go to WJFK.com for more details. 202-393-LIME. We will see you next Saturday night. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.
Jay Dubs is the worst person in the world. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Jay Dubs is the worst person in the world. Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout on 1067 WJFK. Port of Penn.